Ladies and gentlemen, may I present for your intellectual and philosophical pleasure Run Fest on Raw Dog Serious XM Comedy Hits Channel 99. Buddies, it's the Ron and Fez show, and we are live. 866 Ron Zero Fez. 866 Ron Zero Fez. Um, last night, of course, was uh, a long night, and we will get back to thanking a lot of the comedians that were on the show with us. Incredibly long list of comics that called in and. Um, and shared with us. Uh, Big J Okerson stopping in in just a little bit. Um, and he's going to hang out with us today. They've got a new show starting here on Comedy Central Radio. It's the Soder Show. Starting tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern on Comedy Central Radio, Channel 95. The Soder Show. Hmm. I would call it the soda shop, if it was me. That's what I'd say. Everyone's going to get a free soda today. I say soda at pop. the soda shop. Just pop music. There's just been spits. Would you make the theme song pop music? Pop yeah. music. Dirty pop. Um, let me see if I have everything up in front of me. It was. Uh, Turn Ronnie's Stan- mic on, please. Chris Stanley uh, just uh, got back in here. Today, you were on a stuck train all morning? I was on a goddamn train stuck in Queens for 45 minutes. I was freaking out. Do you know what I thought, right? What'd you think? You're drinking again. <laughs> no, no. Sober. Dead yeah. sober. I blame the MTA. I can't control the goddamn trains. I'm going to tell you something else, and it's very important. Just walk past that goddamn roadhouse, Chris. Don't even go in. Looks so fun in there, though. Well, well, well. Big J. Big J Okerson with us. He is uh, not only a stand-up comedian, but a serious actor. <laughs> is that what we're calling it? <laughs> a serious actor? Nice to see you today. Good to see you too, man. Uh, we were just bringing up your new radio show on Comedy Central Radio called what? <laughs> <laughs> the Soder Show. I don't understand that title. No one fully understands it, but that's it's going to change. It's going to change. So 
something with I don't know blah blah contracts things. I'm not sure what contract says. <laughs> I got to be a permanent special guest on the Soda Show, but you know. Do you feel like the permanent special guest? I think that's what it's called almost in the in the, in the six episode run and that we're with doing. With our permanent special, oh, you get a six episode run. Yeah, it's almost like oh, and 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 look who and it's the Soda Show with oh <laughs> shit, look who popped in the wacky neighbor. Big <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's going on in here, everybody? <laughs> Playing comedy clips. But yeah, after the uh, after these six, it'll be the name will be changed, and we'll we'll move forward from there. I, th- uh, from, I think. I'm hearing rumbles of the Soda Shop. <laughs> where people come by and have a nice, refreshing soda. A grape soda? Yeah, just a nice soda for themselves. I'm so happy to see Fez back. What's up, buddy? How Fez, are you? Fez um, is, as you can see, he's in a neck brace. And you're unable to talk with that, Fez, or you can... No, I can talk. Oh. <laughs> I thought we were going to do a bit. Wouldn't that have been great? But you are feeling, when do you say zero to 100? Where were you say, saying you're feeling? I would say 45. And where were you when you were completely healthy? What was your number? 30. Okay, so he's improving. <laughs> Better than normal. That's, yeah. That's it's fantastic. A constant, I think, well, it's it's almost like uh, $6 million man, the way we're trying to rebuild him <laughs> piece by piece. But it's almost like we're using junk parts. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be rusty, but he's going to be working great. Yeah, I'm uh, right now I'm working on a door hinge to be his new knee. <laughs> It's like the car at the end of Goodwill Hunting. You got to describe it all. Goes that's ah, it runs. It's going to run for another. another you know what it is? The Goodwill Hunting. The Robin Williams is on right. your mind. It is, you can't it is get my it mind. Out of your mind. That's right. Your acting partner, as you like to say, <laughs> you and him act together. Oh, my scene partner. Yes. Yeah. Robin, uh, Big J, and I'd completely forgotten this in, until last night's show. You did a scene with Robin Williams, which now seems incredibly precious. Yeah. You know, as the years go by, you know, as the years go by, it's like you're, you're going to say to your grandchildren, first of all, I don't even think your mom is mine. And then you're going to say, <laughs> but to them, it's almost going to be like you saying, I did something with, I, I don't even know how far we have to go back for this. You know, it's almost like saying I did something with Groucho Marx or something. You know, it's going to sound crazy. In the future. Almost as crazy as I was once a special guest star on the Soda Show. You know, here's the thing. And they'll be like, shut up. No there way. Are plenty of guys that were special guest stars at first. <laughs> yeah. That went on to be extra special guest stars. Extra special guest stars. <laughs> Did, can I, you? I got started in, in radio just by being the Friday guest. I was the Friday <laughs> Is that guest. true? Yeah. I had a comedy club, and uh, they said I could you know, bring comedians in, and then they go, you know what? You know, the comics aren't so funny. Could you just... <laughs> Could you just come in on Fridays? So I said, yeah. And then they said, this is great. Can you come in on Thursdays and Fridays? And I'm like, and plug my fucking club? Yeah, I'll be there, bitch. You know, and I feel like I was dealing. And then they go like this. Could you come in during the week? And I'm like, yeah. And then they, I came in one day and they go, we just got numbers in. We're number one in these things. We must sign a contract with you. And I go, no. <laughs> not interested in radio. Sorry. <laughs> oh, that's such Let me great say, hardball. Now I have your balls. That's such great hardball to play. Yeah. I didn't, I don't Never know. wanted to do radio. Oh. So I'm not coming in on Monday. Now that everyone <laughs> loves me. I need a couple days to think this over. Oh, I show my ass so quick on things. Yeah, you do. A, you know, it's funny. There's a, I don't know if I should name the club or the city or anything, but there's a, there's a club owner who goes and does press with you. Yeah. Uh, 
at a gig, and he, it's a lot of press. This particular gig does like a lot of radio. Yeah. And he goes on every show. He First, I have to have an argument with him every time about how I'm not going to do bits on the air. They want to feed you bits. Right. I say, I'm not going to do that. And it doesn't even matter if you do, because it's all about he gets on air with you and just talks about his own like, like He's life. He's a local star. It's, but but everyone hates him. <laughs> like all the radio guys yeah. hate him. Sometimes you go and you have like a good rapport with one of those radio shows, and you're like, "Oh, are we gonna go do that guy's show?" And it's uh, like you can't, him and the other guy just got into it about you know football picks or something, and like, right. <laughs> it's always like it's like local like horse shit you're involved in. Well, we're going to today. We I haven't talked to Chris, and I haven't talked to Shelby. Well, said to each other. Do, let's not share our experiences of Big J's musical <laughs> because we all want to f- do it fresh <laughs> on the air. You got to paint the picture for Fez. Yeah, well, Fez, I tried to get him to come with me. He was out then. Mm-hmm. And um, you said, and I know that you were under a lot of medication. Too lot, ga- did yeah. you say too gay? <laughs> oh, no, he actually said, why would I go watch that fucking hack sing and dance? Oh. I'm Fez Watley. <laughs> Fez has like... And then I took more pills. Fez has like three or four days that he doesn't remember, so I keep telling him horrible things that may or may not have happened. Jay Okerson is an insult to the theater. Do you remember when we went out to dinner with your sister and all that? Do you I, recall that? I barely remember it. I, really? Yeah, I know we went out for dessert later. Yes, we went to your favorite ice cream place. Right, okay. Yeah, but I, I don't remember anything of the meal. Was it? Is it called Cones? Cones. Yeah. Yeah, very simple. Uh, that's the name of a Cones? It's a terrible name. I know, because you really should push the ice cream, not the <laughs> thing that it's sitting in. <laughs> but um, we went to that place, and do you remember that the black guy... The male model outside of the building took no. his shirt off. Swear to God, you don't remember? No, outside of the ice cream shop. No, forget the fucking ice cream <laughs> shop. Go to a nice fucking dinner in the village. Was it cold? Chris? And when the fucking when the uh, when, when the check showed up, he ignored it. I said, you know what I mean? Like it was, he treated the check like I treat a homeless guy asking for fucking change. I definitely don't remember the check coming. No. I tried to push it to you three or four times. <laughs> figured, here, take this. You're all fucking doped up. But you don't remember that a black guy, they were doing photography of him right outside of our window, and he took his shirt off and was flexing? All right. It went on for like 45 minutes. <laughs> Jesus. It was actually... Too much. That's yeah, too much. Was <laughs> and he was out in the street. Yes, he was, was out in the street. He was a waiter. He should have gotten a better tip for that. No, I really, I, I do, I kind of remember it. But you wouldn't kind of remember 45 he, minutes. Pilly doesn't of remember. A, of a black guy flexing. Yeah, he had like an eight pack, and then he turned around, and he has like a, like the, like there was a triangle of muscles in his back. And we're all, and by the way, we're eating fried chicken at this place, Blue Ribbon. And um, everybody in the restaurant was yelling shit and having fun. Fucking people were going, women were going up and rubbing themselves on the window. I was going to say, you're going to start slapping dong against the window. You don't remember any of this. No. It gets fucking weird. What what pills were you on? Uh, They gave me Dilaudid. That's enough right there. Yeah, and then I had the nerve pain medicine. 
And then muscle relaxers, too. So this is the other thing that I'm saying to Fez. I was saying, you know, you take your pain medication if you're in pain. But he was just taking it like three times a day. Like every six hours? Yeah, like, like whatever. And I'm like, you got to now start and take responsibility wing. for your ass. <laughs> I know it's fun being fucked up, but you're in a goddamn daze here. Oh, I got my wisdom teeth out a couple yeah. weeks ago. And we did. Uh, we took Percocet the first night. Hell yeah! And uh, yeah, I really, I was like, I've never, I've never been a pills guy ever. And uh, we took, I took two that night, and I was like, oh yeah, Perkins. that could be a thing. Yeah, <laughs> like, this could work. Now. That could be a problem. Yeah, now, I don't think anyone dislikes drugs once they just give in. To it, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, well, when you fucking stop hanging on so tight. What was funny was the first night we had Percocet. The rest of the of the run of yeah. pain, it was Vicodin, and I was like. This isn't as good. I know, that's really bad. Stupid old Vicodin. How did Brett Favre get addicted to that? What a poon. Well, <coughs> and here's the thing with any kind of down that you get into, whatever you took today, to get back to that place tomorrow, you're going to need like twice as much. So you just keep fucking handfulling up. That's why people eat like 40 Vicodin a day. And like, yeah. oh, no, that's bullshit. It's not. No, it's not. <laughs> you fucking really, you really get to that fucking point. And then, see, here is, uh, I'll give you like another little fucking tip. This happens with fucking junkies all the time. So you got your fucking regular heroin ha ha habit, right? Then you go into fucking rehab and you're back on the street and you're like, you know, you're, you're spending a couple of years and you're trying to work the steps and everything. Then you're like, you know what? I'm going to go back one night and just fucking enjoy myself. And you go back to your old dose. And you OD. Yeah, because yeah. you've purified Jesus. yourself. You forgot. You know, yeah. all you need is just a fucking taste. But you're fucking, you remember yourself as a fucking guy who can handle <laughs> his dope. So people are like, oh my God, he fucking OD'd last night. And I just like, I wish that we would put somewhere on the fucking wall. If you do go back, just a tiny bit. <laughs> yeah. Don't fucking go back to your old dose. Eat yourself and, back in, yeah. Everyone's always like, no, that's like fucking telling people. And I go, I don't want people to die, that's though. That's good advice. Yeah. But it's, it's a standard. It's a standard that happens that people don't realize they can't go back to their old dose. I've never been a big... Like I said before, that was like so weird to me for not being... Like a pills guy, how like Percocet to the Vicodin the next day. I still have a bunch left because I said <laughs> by the third day I was like, I'm gonna start taking these when I don't need it. Yeah, why don't you, why don't you bring them in? Let's move some. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Move some. You got fucking all that. This is it's pounds of fucking weed sent here last, Used to. last summer. Pounds and pounds of weed. Not anymore so he's though. Like, I'm gonna fucking turn some of this. Never fucking did anything but sat in his apartment like a fucking. <laughs> it's a weed party. It's a weed party, boys. Did you get? Uh, that's what happens when I have a lot. Do you get extra generous with it? Of course. I'm like an idiot. constantly. I'm yeah, a yeah, no, Look me too. Look how much I have. These are all my friends. <laughs> oh, my friend, my best friend, friends come over and they'll say, it's like, uh, hey, man, can I just buy like, a little bit from you? And I go, dude, take, just take a little bit. Can I tell you something? We're buddies. Those, those are not your friends. They never okay? give it back. Yeah, they're no. users. That's what they, they are. are. They're users. You're, you don't have real friends. I'm putting that to both You know what? You're absolutely right because uh, Dave Smith and Louis J. Gomez, last week I got yeah. a PlayStation 4 and the UFC game. Game. Neither of them have both been in my house at the same time ever. They've been over twice since for multiple hours. Yeah. And by the way, none of them had weed just yet. Yeah. Weird. You know <laughs> They're all waiting for Lewis making eight calls in my house. <laughs> oh man, the guy's not around. Can sure. we just sure can we just smoke around. yours? You know what you want to do? Is just fucking press redial on his phone. Let's <laughs> sit here while we listen. Oh, it looks like he picked up. Weird. <laughs> You're there, it's just something else. <laughs> just like... Of course it is. 
He's calling fucking cones, the ice cream guys. <laughs> he's going to stop after he leaves you. Uh, I think Rob Riggle is stopping in a minute. You know, Rob? Um, no, but we, uh, I'll tell you something funny. The first time I met him, yeah. when he comes in, if you want. Like yeah, a, save it for it. Yeah, save it, making like a nice little fun show business thing. Like panel. This yeah. will be like panel tonight. It's going to be like the slate thing. He's going to come in here. We have this awful history. He goes, you fucked my sister right in front of my mother while she was tied up. <laughs> I hope that's not true. No, I, I don't hope, think so. I hope, th- I hope there's no one that we could invite in here. That, <laughs> that did that? Yeah. And you know what? Save it for the soda shop. That's, oh. uh, this is fucking radio gold. I only agree to that if shop is spelled S H O P P E. Of course, it's good. the soda shoppy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I'll have the ye old Coca Cola. <laughs> I'll have a chuckle knee high. Yeah, that's why I fucking seriously. I hate if you go into a bar or a restaurant and it's LARPing that's taking place instead of food. Uh. You know what I mean, like we're supposed to pretend that we're in some different time and place. I'll just say to them, I know you're going out of business. This is just a fucking gimmick that you're running. Yeah, there's only like summer camp kids show up for stuff like that. <laughs> summer camp kids. Um, here's, uh, let's go over here to uh, John, our buddy John. How you doing, pal? How's it going, guys? Good. Good day, man. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to tell you, Ronnie, a couple months back, a buddy of mine, that exact thing happened to, and he was clean like seven years. And the main point was that I thought of you because he had back surgery like two weeks before, and he, you know, they, he never told him he was an addict, and, you know, he was the pain medication. And like two weeks later, no one knew it. One slip, and he OD'd, and, uh, he, they brought him back, and he died in the hospital a couple yeah. of days later. But I, I, I thought of you, and you made that. Well, I thought you were crazy at the time, but it was like, wow, you made the right decision. You know, and I, I refused the medication when I went in and had my appendicitis. I, I was fucking. I was literally terrified to take any medication. Just thought you'd be right back in. I know I'd right be. I, I know I'd be right back in. Really, you're you're like. Uh you're, you're clear. Don't mind wouldn't like make you not. Like, no, really. <laughs> no, because the second I would have done it, I'm going to be somebody else. Yeah, I'm not going to be the dude that you know. I'm going to be the dude that's over there fucking stealing your goddamn PlayStation Four. <laughs> what's funny is I've seen that with a few a few people I know, like uh, the drinking does that to them. It's I'm, literally not the same human being. It's not the same guy. It's so weird. And I, I mean, like going from like. The guy who would help you move apartments to yeah. the guy who will get you in a like a bar fight and just say something like just like it's, it's insane. Very common. Uh, Rob Riggle is here. Uh, Big J's got a hysterical story. Oh man, you're you're tell. building it up a lot. Seriously, <laughs> uh, hit record right now because this shit is going to fucking kill. Uh, Let's be cops is the new movie. Uh, that's out in theaters on Wednesday, uh, August 13th. Let's bring in the really, really funny Rob Riggle.
Michael is here with us. That, by the way, we're, we're not just playing that. That opens your movie. I hope you know. <laughs> we're not just sitting around rocking to that. That's all right if you are, by the way. There's no judgment from me on that. Rob is uh, perfect for this role because one of the few funny people who really seems like he could beat people up. You, <laughs> you do seem like a cop. I do. I, I have that presence, yeah. I think. It's because I was in the Marines, I think, for a long time. But have you ever been in a situation where people didn't want to smoke pot in front of you? Like, who's that guy? <laughs> <laughs> never. Never. They, never. Always, they always, they're always trying yeah. to get me to smoke it, too. They're, Is that right? Oh, sure, sure. Uh, you know Big J, Ogerson, you guys have uh, met before. Well, it's funny to say how we met was uh, years ago. We were both on like a cattle call audition for it was like straight eye for the queer guy or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought right. you were telling me in the audition room that you were uh, in the military or, yeah. or out of the military, and I was like, "This thumb up the ass is never going to get this part." <laughs> and he has gone to such greater success than me in every possible way. That's awesome. But it's been fantastic. Uh, Good run. <laughs> Congratulations. Congratulations. By the way, you got that part. Great job. Yeah, I'm really happy for you, Dick. <laughs> well, now I think you got one of the the best gigs too with the. With the football work that you get yeah to do. yeah that's a that is a lot of fun yeah uh, the Fox NFL gig uh, yeah because uh, Kimmel did it for uh, people don't really Kimmel did it for seven years yeah Kimmel did it for and a then, long uh, time and Frank did it for nine yeah so uh, so I I hope to get a little get a little more time <laughs> in because uh, this will be my third season and uh, it's fun it's it's definitely fun you know every week I'm on the hook I gotta come up with a sketch it's got to be football centric and PG so the lane is narrow right with which to work but. Uh, at the same time, it's a, it's a fun gig. I, but you do I get to buzz it. balls and you get to travel. That's right. And it's really, you know. That is fun. It, it definitely, I give, uh, I like to give those guys a hard time. And, you know, this is another connection between you two guys, too, because you gave your coach to him. He's a KC guy. So, Andy oh, Reid. Yeah. Oh, you feel the guy? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we, hey, look, I know you guys were tired of him, but uh, we're, we were glad to see him. Uh, you know, it's funny. <laughs> I, I wasn't tired of him at all. I thought what's funny about I actually felt happy for him leaving because I was like, Philadelphia football literally killed that guy's family. <laughs> to destroy, yeah, destroy mean, it his family. The, I the mean, pressure in coaching in Philadelphia. I mean, first of all, being a, like a defensive backs coach, they'll find your house. <laughs> you know what I mean? They are insane. Yeah, they will yeah. find your house. <laughs> yeah. I uh, grew up going, you know, uh, uh, going to those games, and the first time my dad took me, I was like five, six years old. I'm like, why did this man bring me to a riot? This is. <laughs> it felt like the worst idea. I barely looked down at the field. There was so much craziness yeah. going on. I, I, I thought about consider bringing. My my daughter to like uh, no, and I was like, yeah, I just yeah, that, no good point. judgment. Not, yeah. not, I'm glad you didn't do it. It's just pure. It's yeah. Pure my producer chaos. on the Fox NFL pieces, the segments that I do, he's a big Philly fan. Yeah, and you know, he he's tried to explain to me what it's like to be a Philly fan and what it's like to go to a game, and he's tried to prepare me, and I, I still don't think I'm prepared. The 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 weird feeling of knowing this isn't going to work out that the Philly fans have, that they almost come like, what the hell happened before the game even started. <laughs> Before the game even starts, you're just like, "How is this going to go yeah, wrong?" Yeah, it's it's a and you know Kansas City fans are starting to get that way. Is that right? Oh yeah, like uh, last year I, we were up 28 points in the playoffs against the Colts. Sure, and still 
uh, it's ingrained in us. We were like, well, it's not over yet. Just sense of doom. Well, yeah, and then and of course we. It's, I feel like we brought it on ourselves with that that sense of doom, <laughs> like that karma. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. the secret or whatever. Well, what are we going back to? Nineteen seventy, right? Yeah. Was the last time? The last time we won the Super Bowl was yeah. nineteen seventy. That's. And, and and the Eagles was never. <laughs> I mean, you were going back to nineteen sixty when it was still the. You yeah, know, they, they won an NFL championship or an NFC. What was it called? It was, called, it was called the NFL. It was the NFL. It was just, yeah, yeah. yeah. The NFL, NFL championship. championship. Yeah, but that was nineteen sixty. That's how far back. That's the last That's championship. Ridiculous. But yeah. you guys have been in multiple Super Bowls. One. No, nineteen eighty. No, eight, yeah, eighty. Two. You had eighty. Both were just the, crushing. Yeah, I didn't see. I was. I was only three for the Ron Jaworski debacle. A- eighty <laughs> was against uh, the Raiders. Oakland. Yeah, and that Plunkett and. Plunkett won two and still is not in the Hall of Fame. Still not even brought up. Won two Super Bowls. When, um, when I, God, it is. It's weird. We used to go to like, uh, we had season tickets like up in the, the infamous 700. 700 section. <laughs> where it's like, that's like where all the problem happens. Because I guess they figure if they're far enough away from the field that yeah. the security couldn't get yeah. to them in time. And the cops don't want to go all the way up there. Yeah. No interest. And, but there was a girl in our section. I mean, just the... The charity work, like what a great girl this was, because any time hostility would start breaking out in the thing, she would just stand up, stand on her chair, and show her tits, not even like out, like to the crowd, okay. and everyone would cheer and just sit back down. Like no matter right. what, what was going terrible, whenever something terrible it's like happened, having a superpower. She just, yeah, you know what I mean? it, it is, is a superpower. Yeah, and everybody is. went nuts, and they would just cheer and they'd sit back down and be like, "All right, we'll get it back on the next play." But I've, did, seen, <laughs> I've seen things like that similar to that uh, happen at Mardi Gras. <laughs> Break up a fight. Well, you should have sheriffs running around doing that. But were they Philly tits or were they decent? No, they were solid. Okay. They were young Philly tits. Young okay. Philly tits do great. And yeah. then you meet the guy at 18 you're going to marry and <laughs> right, wanna, shit out three kids with. And I want to write a song called Young Philly Tits now. I don't know. I'm not talented enough to write a song, but if yeah. somebody out there can write a song called Young Philly Tits, I think it's a hit. Oh, yeah. Until all that fucking Aquanet just fucking runs down from sweat into your old Aquanet. That is a seventies and eighties reference for sure. Man. Not in Philly. No, it's still, it's still fresh and happening. Let me tell you, Aquanet, yeah. Dracar Noir, T tops, <laughs> all those things are still uh, kicking in Philly. Yeah. Those things are still electric. Yeah. You're still top of your game. You're sporting any of that stuff. Well, Shelby just went through on a on a uh, on a train. He goes, "Oh, I took this picture that said Hoagie Fest," and I'm like, "Yeah, Wawa. Wawa. Why are you acting like this is a funny thing? That yeah. makes that'll make me." Pull off the road. It's summertime, so you asshole. It's time for hoagie <laughs> fest. That should be the slogan. That should be the summertime, slogan. Summertime, you it's asshole. Summertime, you asshole. It's time for hoagie fest. What the fuck is with this guy? That should be the whole thing, the whole caption. I have such a love and understandable hate for that town. Sure. I love it. And then when someone's like, oh, what an awful town of terrible people, I'm like, right? <laughs> Aren't they hilarious? But isn't it It's the same way you feel about your family? <laughs> yeah. The way you feel about that city is like, I hate hate them, and I will defend them. Yeah, yeah. they're ridiculous. Yeah. I'm part of them. It's who yeah. I am. Yeah. Bunch of goddamn lunch meat eaters. Yeah, but, of course, I can't well, stand yeah. them. But, uh, that's my first time I came to New York, and I, I acknowledged uh, lunch meat. I said, so you want to go get some lunch meat? And they go, what? Like, lunch meat, like ham, turkey. They go, oh, cold cuts? They go, you couldn't put it together though, from the words? <laughs> you couldn't connect the dots? You're just, you're just picking it apart to pick it apart, dickhead. You know what I meant. They, Rob, they Rob couldn't connect the dots. Yeah, that's pathetic. You just, they be, were just busting your balls. That's, that's all they it. were doing. Uh, Let's Be Cops comes out in theaters Wednesday, uh, August 13th, and you play a cop again. 
Yes. In this. Third time, play a cop. People <laughs> love to put you as a cop. Well, it's my third time. It's only my yeah. third. So I was a cop in Hangover, and I was right. a cop in The Other Guys, and now I'm a cop in Let's Be Cops. Yours, but you, this, now, this character, though, is it's kind of different for me, because yeah. normally I play, you know, uh, um, a little more uh, arrogant, uh, jerky-type character. Right. This this guy is a very sincere, heroic character, so it's a little yeah. bit of a... And kind of the straight guy, too, so a little... A little different. Were you surprised when you're like? Uh, no, I was thrilled. I was thrilled to get a chance to play something other than you know, big douchey. <laughs> you do it fucking fantastic. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, for Thank long you. Uh, yeah. Step Brothers. Well, it's not. It's, it's not easy to do that. To be able to be to know what it is about your personality that's yeah. funny. When you can do that, yeah. uh, it, that's the key. Well, my favorite game to play in comedy is arrogant ignorance. Right. You know, large and in charge, and just. <laughs> Totally wrong-headed. As an audience member, yeah. I remember watching characters like that going, well, that's the most interesting guy to me. Right. I always love that character more than any other character. Yeah. Uh, and so when I started doing comedy, that, that's the character I always gravitated towards. Yeah. You know, and always wanted to play. So I ended up playing it a lot. But anyway, this one, I, I finally get to play a little more sincere guy. And yet, he's probably less confident than the other jerks that you yeah. played. Right. You know? Yeah. But that thing of being totally wrong and confident about yeah. it is... It's pleasing. It's yeah. always pleasing to me as an audience member. So I, I, yeah. whenever I get a chance to play that character, I'm like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> like, but you're doing it again. I don't care. I'll do it again. I love yeah. it. How I does years it. as a marine like? Facilitate such a sense of humor. That seems like a weird place to like. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. To breed a sense of to, humor like that. Yeah, well, you don't breed it. Yeah. In the Marine Corps. The Marine Corps is like, <laughs> they're not into it. Um, <laughs> they're not into you it. You so push-ups where you learn that exactly. or something. I had to learn that one the hard way. Um, yeah, no, they're two different worlds. Um, but I, I was, you know, I was a comedy fan. Growing yeah. up, you know, Eddie Murphy um, was my hero growing mm -hmm. up, you know, co comedically. Um, uh, I was f voted most humorous in my senior class, and uh, I was a theater and film major in college, and I, I always wanted to do this, but I also wanted to serve, and I had my pilot's license, and so I flew for the Marines. That's how I started out, and um, so I wanted to do both things, and thank God we live in a country where I can do both things, because I yeah, did it's it. It's amazing. Yeah, so I did it, and if you want something, that's the best thing about this guy. You can do it. Just go do it. You should have checked in the boot camp in a full red leather delirious outfit. Oh, God. Because <laughs> that, wouldn't, that wouldn't have called any attention, yeah. Yeah. and they wouldn't have beat the living shit out but, of me but for the that, next 13 weeks. But did, does that discipline bring something to your acting that maybe other people maybe, don't have? I, you know, you I know? think what it, what it gave me was thick yeah. skin. Right. You know, getting yelled at. I've been yelled at by the best this country has to offer. I'm sure. I've been, I've been told I'm a, you know, <laughs> six foot high stack of shit by some of the best people in the, in the, in the world. So when uh, some casting director who I have no respect for at all passes judgment on me, I'm like, whatever, douchebag. I don't care. It doesn't, it doesn't hurt me. nothing. No, it doesn't affect me. Um, so I think, you know, getting tough skin, you know, le learning how to deal with rejection, uh, that's that's the key to to show business. <laughs> I think, and you know, I, I think the difference is Big J sleeps until seven at night. You know, <laughs> gets up, checks his messages. Yep. Well, you're it's, up ready get, to go in the morning. That's right. If yeah. I get rejected, I do. <laughs> when I get rejected, I'm just gonna sleep it off tomorrow. <laughs> just the, everything's so stupid. I don't want to be that fucking shirt off I'm, movie not above, anyway. I'm not above like uh, you know when, when I when you get fired from something. I'm not I'm not above going and having a bender. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, uh, Straight eye for the queer guy. <laughs> stupid show idea. Oh, that sucks. 
How long do you give it though? How long is your bender? Is it three days or what's that? If you're going to go off on a bender, what's what's the maximum time? Usually before? a two day, two day, two day benders. Two day is my limit. It used to be three. Yeah. Now I've downsized. Well, yeah. little, again, discipline. Discipline. Yeah. Discipline on your benders. It's weird that I do think that there are things that you need to check out in life. Like everything's going in one direction. I'm going to take a couple days and not deal with anything. There you go. You know. Yep. Yep. Now, why is there a wedding ring? Who we're took off their wedding ring and just to, left it? <laughs> we're, we're, we're actually, this came up yesterday, too. We don't know, but it's sitting there in front of us. Is that, or is that a It's hole? a washer. Oh, it's uh, a washer. It looks it's like a weird. ring from over here. This came up last night. Gil mentioned the same thing. We must have just got that put in. Yeah. It, from here, it looks like a ring, but now when I when I go up at this angle, I see yeah. it's a washer. Okay, never mind. Sorry. I thought may- maybe Opie had I thought one of you guys home. was like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I've had it. Fuck <laughs> this. <laughs> Or there's, you know, a, a hot chick coming in later. I don't know who that <laughs> ring belongs to. Please have a seat. Tell us about your career. <laughs> and show us your young Philly titties. Young Philly tits. Young Philly titties. Well, I already got the melody. Yeah, well, no, you know. We need a hook. Somebody get a, ho- a hold of Hall and Oaks. Because <laughs> that's all they need. That, we could give them that one hook, uh, and they'll have an album yeah. in another three days. All yeah. Oaks has to memorize is... He's so important to that group. So important. But people don't give him, you know, the credit. You're oh. out of time. Time. <laughs> <laughs> but he does it perfectly. Perfect. And it fills Nobody does it, it better. In. Nobody it does it better. It in. When I, I was He's to the find out between the bricks. He is. I, I was sad to find out when he performs solo, he doesn't just do the background. <laughs> I thought that's what he was going to do. Touch. He was just going to play it. Touch. <laughs> time. <laughs> You know a little more about Oates than most people. Yeah, you do know a lot about yeah. Oates, actually. Doesn't have a mustache anymore. Breaks my heart. Wow. They were great. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Did you see that? Yeah, they were amazing. They were fantastic. That. And they took something nice and got all Philly and, and attacked the Rock and Roll they Hall They really, fame. really did. Because How about Chubby Checker, you hunk of shit? <laughs> I don't know why there isn't more Philly fucking accidents. You're going to put jerk-off yeah. Bruce Springsteen here before the stylistics? <laughs> Suck my balls. It's the funniest thing about... like. Then he threw a snowball at Santa. Yeah. Right there. <laughs> the, the funniest thing about Daryl Hall, and I don't think most of his fans will get it, is he'll knock your shit out right now for these two. Daryl Hall comes in through the room looking around like, hey, is there going to be a Hall Notes joke? Because I'm fucking ready to deal yeah. with it. Oh, he doesn't. Uh, well, I did that show uh, Z Rock with him when he came in. That was yeah. the. Uh, I had such a great. It was like a like Curb Your Enthusiasm script, I told you yeah. before. It's a kind of improv script. And I had such a great uh, joke lined up for the scene was the girl was going to ask me what's worse than being dumped by Daryl Hall and I was going to say being John Oates yeah. and then uh, when he he had to approve all the jokes that was part yeah. of his thing he said nothing Don't even, you can't even mention John Oates yeah. and, his, and his answer I almost respected he goes because this is my thing right. I'm like alright fair enough uh, he actually says that to the guys in the band <laughs> guys I'm going to do Sarah's smile but this is my thing this is my thing now I don't want to share <laughs> for once um, Rob Regal is let's B Cops comes out in theaters Wednesday, August 13th. And then, of course, you got the big NFL season in front of you. Have you written stuff yet, or you you do it week by week? I haven't even thought about it. Wow. <laughs> uh, really? I'll, yeah, I'll get to it when... Uh, well, it's getting to be about time. Maybe I should start thinking about it. <laughs> We're a couple start weeks first. away. Holy shit. Holy oh, week. shit. <laughs> oh, my God, it's August. <laughs> I, uh, my bitter was more, longer than two days, apparently. <laughs> uh, let's see. Johnny Football. Johnny Football. <laughs> What can we do with this? Did you guys watch him the other night? 
Uh, a lot of people did, from what I heard. Yeah. A lot of people tuned in to I see this I was locked kid. in. I, 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 but it's the first preseason. Yeah. I mean, it's, to me, it's a glorified scrimmage still. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything yet. But in the carnies and rubes, yeah. I was just walking down the midway. just had a balloon in one hand, <laughs> cotton candy in the other. Johnny, football's on! <laughs> just like an idiot. And you're right. It just came out, and you could tell that everybody on the team was just trying to figure out yeah. if, you know, they're not to blow out a goddamn wheel, but... You know, you buy into it. There's something weird about football yeah. that is so and that first gigantic. Game too, yeah, and that first game, too. I mean, like, half the guys that played in that game won't be there. Oh, yeah, yeah. His whole day. offensive yeah. line is not going to make the team. Yeah. He but had even, a bunch of guys who are <laughs> blocking for him who won't be there in a couple weeks. Yeah, the, uh, the Eagles lost, and I still get that feeling of like, ah. As if, oh, I know. I, 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 because it says, like, it says they lost, and, and you get bummed out, and then you see it's like, you know, Griffin, 8 for 10 for 120. Like, who? That person's not going to be on the team. Like, that's the stat line is like a guy you've never heard of. Your well, you see that, that, the first preseason game, which is nothing. It's so nothing. Yeah. But you're still like, if they lose, like if the Chiefs lose, you're like, yeah. vintage Chiefs. <laughs> Unbelievable. Let's go get barbecue. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I'll give you, I'll give you, uh, only because it's come up, but, uh, when I was talking about the club owner guy who goes around with you, it's in Kansas City. I'll give you that. Or it's in, uh, it's in, uh, yeah, it's in Kansas City. You talking about San <laughs> <laughs> That quick. You talking about the Glazers? <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about those I motherfuckers. May have, I may have mentioned the Glazers. Oh, you got history? I'd I used to bounce at San Francisco. Is Did that you really? right? I was, that was my I was talking about how he goes, uh, you do a bunch of press with him. And he goes around and goes, hey, give him the heater, Ricky. <laughs> but he goes in and he, he wants you to do bits and you're like, yeah. I'm not going to do bits, but then it doesn't matter because when you start talking, you go, hey, what's up? He goes, so I had some great football picks last week and I, <laughs> Whatever and radio I banged show a hot wants. chick. Yeah. Yeah, and they just hate him. And they hate him. They hate him. <laughs> How long did you bounce there? Jeez. Uh, uh, two summers. The one in Westport, right? The one in Westport. This yeah. is back I, in the day. I think it's amazing that somebody will go to a movie now and see a guy who threw them out of a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I waited. Great. I waited. It was kind of a restaurant yeah. and comedy club yeah. and bar. Yeah, uh, and it was it was in a hot spot in Westport. And uh, uh, so during the day, I would wait tables. Yeah, and then at night, I would bounce and and bar back and do both. Uh, but uh, yeah, I. I you know, people were getting their faces smashed in. I was like, I, I, I didn't, <laughs> they're not paying me yeah, squat to enough. get my face smashed yeah. in. So. People are always ready to break a bottle. Yeah, uh, We're going to send you on your way because you're doing a big press tour. Oh, yeah. Uh, Let's Be Cops comes out in theaters Wednesday. That's right. August 13th. Rob Riggle. Good to see you again, Don't buddy. Also, uh, November, Dumb and Dumber 2 coming out. That's going to be right. a lot of That's fun gigantic, too. man. All right. Fun. We'll see you back here for that. Hey, good to see you guys. All right. Time. Yeah. Time. Uh, 
Big J and I were just talking about our our new best buddy, Rob Riggle, and then going through all the stuff that he's done. How many movies has he pulled off the kind of douche guy in? I mean, like, a ton. Yeah. What like are your favorites? I, I love them in Step Brothers, and I really thought he was great in both Jump Street movies. I thought he was well, great in both of those. That is funny, though, in, like, Step Brothers, he had, like, a small part. Yeah. But, like, right away, you're like, Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> the, and he does seem like he can fuck you up. You know what it I mean? Is, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, was, I should have asked him. I was like, I wonder if that translates, because he plays that character so much, if people think he's going to be a douchebag when he goes to, like, well, you know a restaurant. Well, you know when he did the John Stewart, dumb. he was, you know, one of the guys on John Stewart. And was always that kind of asshole character. Yeah, yeah. And it was, you know, phenomenal. It was great. All right, someone wrote in that lunch meat is the worst phrase they've ever heard <laughs> in their life. No, it's meat, but it's not a big piece of meat for dinner. Yeah, it's yeah. a sandwich. It's nice thin lunch meat. It's, it's sandwich, sandwich meat lunch for meat. a sandwich. What do you call it up here? Cold cuts? Cold cuts, yeah. Because of cold cuts. <laughs> Some cold cuts yeah, of cold meat. Cuts. Cold yeah. cuts of meat. That sounds more like, a, that sounds like you're going to make a sandwich out of like a raw steak. <laughs> Tartar. Cold cuts of beef. So, Shelby, I did out you on that uh, Hoagie Fest thing where you thought you saw the most bizarre sign in the world. It was like right outside. Like, of course, we just got into Philly and there's a big thing. Hoagie Fest. Like, it was perfect. I would have jumped off the fucking train. Okay. By the way, he, he <laughs> like, like a hobo. <laughs> yeah, he, he like it was like it was the year 1850 took the train to Pittsburgh. <laughs> He kept he kept on going. What a dick. So where did you stop? Hershey, Scranton. <laughs> there were so many stops. Like, why are we stopping in Harrisburg? Did you wear a three piece suit and a pocket watch? <laughs> I'll be there. I'm heading on the eight fifteen steamer out of Pittsburgh. And then we go over and we fight the Germans and we'll win. We'll push the Kaiser right back where he belongs. Oh uh, shit. Uh, train travel. Let me make my way to the dining car. Oh shit. It's like fucking Babe Ruth took that trip I when saw, he played the Pirates. I saw some something the other day. It was like a promotion where it was like if you sign up for blah blah credit card, you get like five thousand miles of yeah. Amtrak miles. Like, gives a shit. <laughs> Amtrak miles. It's a good deal. I'll tell you, the trip to D.C. from New York is delightful. You know what I mean? On Amtrak? Yeah. It's you fast. Think the, you, I've done you, Philly a bunch of times, too. But yeah. I mean, for a distance trip. No, I take, can't imagine. Taking a train to Oklahoma hours. or like, something. Now, there's some of these things that they do now. There's some of these trains where you treat the train like it's a cruise ship, right? So you'll go, like, let's say, across the Rockies in Canada. And I think they run one from like um, like Montana to Seattle, but the place is really done up like it's a cruise ship inside. And I find myself looking at it, and I'm like, nah. But there's <laughs> a part of me who thinks, oh, you just sit back, you cruise, train. you're looking at the Rockies. It's got to be nice. Do you like cruises? No, I hate them. I despise being I'm going out. on my third one in September. You love them? Well, I do the ones. It's like the I perform on them, and I do the. Uh, Ship rock, that's called, with all like the metal bands, and then this time it's a uh, it's motorboats, motorheads cruise. All right, so you're going to be out on the fucking open sea with metal fans, just a bunch Let of me. pasty, freckly back, yeah, fat back broads. <laughs> <laughs> hoagie, it's going to be hoagie fest on that bitch. <laughs> 
Hoagie. Are we getting a hoagie and a Coke? <laughs> Good. I want to take it home. I'm going to eat it back in the house, not in the car. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Put it in there, hon. Thanks. This fucking kid. I'll <laughs> tell you, well, I got into a, a fight at a Wawa with a guy. I was traveling with, you know, because you yeah. got to drive usually a couple hours when you get Wawa. You got to, like, right. come back with it. So we stopped. And got sandwiches, and I go, and can I get the oil and vinegar on the side? I go, and I go, uh, I hope it's not a pain in the ass. Like, just like the politeness of that, yeah. like, I hope it's not a pain in the ass. He goes, well, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I was so stunned. I was like, what? What'd you say, motherfucker? And he's like, it is. If you don't, want, if you don't like the answer, don't ask the questions. <laughs> I go, there. Goes, uh, and I go, I'm not gonna take my cues from a 45 year old working at a fucking Wawa. Make my fucking. And I got way too aggressive. Make my fucking sandwich. And then we had an awkward apology, and I realized I'm just arguing with a guy who's 45 and works at Wawa at three in the morning. Yeah, like, what are you doing now? Like, Can I just have my tiny meatballs on my sandwich? I want to leave. What could make him feel worse about himself than what his life actually is? <laughs> you could beat him within. And then his life. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he's like, this is no worse. Can you put my condiments on the side? Go fuck yourself. Big <laughs> um, J. Okerson's going to be on the Soder Show tonight. <laughs> Dan right. Soder and Big J. Okerson tonight on. at 6 o'clock <laughs> on, on Comedy Central Radio. That's Channel 95 on Sirius XM. <laughs> I know you well enough to know that you're just saying, come on, Fez, but I think you wrote that word for word. <laughs> Well, Fez is going to get his today because coming up in the show later, Fez's nemesis, Jason Nash, is going to be here. I noticed this booking happened while I was out. It would happen even if you were here. He was a very funny guy. And the last time he was here, he and Fez had a run-in. A real thing? Yeah, a real thing. Yeah, absolutely real. He came in here very insulting, very disrespectful. Uh, no, he wanted to help you. He's a I, fan of the show, and he wanted to help you. Who's I didn't that? see where he was a fan of mine at all. He's a comic on West Coast. Okay. What's his uh, movie? He's got Jason a, Nash is married. And go over like the list of people that are in that movie because it's like crazy the people that he put together for this. But he's going to be here today, Fez, and maybe you guys can, you know, find a way to be friends. I have no reason to be friends with him. In fact, if he comes in here and starts shit again, I'm knocking him out. You You're going to drop him? Yeah. You ain't knocking anybody out. You're sitting there... Neck brace and all. You should take the neck brace off like a black chick takes off big hoop earrings. You should take the neck brace off because you don't need it. It's bullshit. <laughs> I, I honestly believe that's a fucking... I need this neck I brace. I just this. had extensive surgery. Can I tell you this? I can see space in there. Your neck is moving all around inside your <laughs> neck you. brace. It's gar and he's only wearing it so people call it's him. Because my oh. shirt got caught inside it. No, it isn't. It's not tight like a neck brace would be. It's filled with candy. <laughs> I thought it was so he doesn't bite his own leg or something. See, that makes you look like a dog. Now, why aren't you the offended? Thing? <laughs> yeah, why that you, was a joke. Why are you offended by that? Well, Jason Stop was trying just, to set us into a he, fight. He's not doing. He's not doing it with the venom that Jason Nash walks in here what did he with. Say? I'll knock him out for you, he's, he's, prick. He, he, Thank he you. What time's he coming? <laughs> I'm going to headbutt him in the face. <laughs> two on one. I right. love it. I leave it, too. But <laughs> I'll drop him in the hallway if you want. He'll never make it in here. Are you on a press tour, too, for this soda thing? <laughs> no, i got to actually go record a soda show. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, we've got to... Do we need to break? Because I want to get into... We should break. Yeah, we'll break. Uh, everything that happened with Big J's... Off-Broadway acting debut mm -hmm. in Ha, 
the musical. The musical. <laughs> Don't anyone talk about it until we get back. Ron and Fez show. Ron and Fez on Raw Dog Comedy Hits Channel 99. show. Oh, everybody's excited about here tonight because it's Soda Show. <laughs> the Sirius XM satellite world is a flame. It is. Everybody's a buzz. People are talking. They're like, what are these guys going to be doing? It's a whole new fresh angle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> fresh angle. It's funny. I know. That's all I know. Fez, why don't you plug like, when the show is and what it's doing? Why are you being so weird? Oh, I'm worried about this Jason Nash coming in because what? I will hand him his ass today if just he starts do, shit. Don't worry, just do it. Yeah, forget all that. Plug the show. Do the plug thing. It's the Soder Show on tonight at 6 p.m. Eastern on Comedy Central Radio, right here on Sirius XM Channel 95. Um, and also, there's a special guest on the Soder Show tonight. And that is an actor of off Broadway musical proportions, our own <laughs> Big J. Yes. Special guest. I came out of my theater ivory tower. Well, we're going to sit around. I went opening night. You did. Uh, Chris, you caught the... The Wednesday afternoon show. Shelby, Shelby, when did you go? Oh, you didn't go. Howard went. And then Howard told me that you went out and got him as high as he's ever been in his life. I believe that's true. Yeah. We went to our buddy's rooftop. Here's the saddest thing. That was... Howard was a buzz about that. So happy. Yeah, like an eighth grade girl who finally got invited to the seniors party. He filled his life up with life. I think the next few days for him was a whole bunch of drama too. What? There was like a whole I don't know like he was he came with a girl who I thought was his girlfriend. But that girl came back another night and was like with his actual girlfriend who was like me and him broke up. And I was like, I thought you were. It was like a weird. I didn't know who was who. But he's a very nice guy. You know more about him than we do. Yeah. Yeah. Good dude, though. Yeah. You already know more about him than we do. (laughs) Very good dude. So uh, let's sit and talk about this. Chris, what's your review of How the Musical? How the Musical made me realize I like musicals. Really? Yay! I'll tell you this. The thing I'm most impressed with, I think it's called Around. It's when like people are singing different things at the same time. I think that's the most impressive shit in the world. I, I, I must sound like an idiot. You never did the row, row, row your boat thing in school? No, it was all, I, no it's, I'm awful let's at that. Let's do it now. No. Yeah, you want to try it? Okay, let's go. All right. All right, so... <laughs> 
You start it, and then I jump in. All right. Row, row, row your boat gently, gently down, down the stream. stream. <laughs> merrily, merrily. Chris, you're it? not doing it. We're supposed to be on different times. <laughs> I'll start it, and you jump in. Okay. okay? All right. Okay. Row, row, row your, your boat gently down, down the stream. stream. Merrily, merrily. <laughs> what? what? what I, you're supposed uh, to start with the row, row, row your boat. Oh, okay. All right. So can I right, start? Let's it? make this about Jay. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> right, I felt... So you loved it as a musical. I liked it as a musical. You loved it as the entire piece. I'm going to give my... Clear review. Please, yeah. Uh, number one, it reminded me of seeing my kids in something because they're only <laughs> happy when your kid's on stage. <laughs> so, when, so when Jay was on stage, I had a big video camera going and was waving to him. And then when the other kids were on stage, I didn't like it so much. Those other kids are fat and they I, suck. I don't want to out the guy that ruined it for me. I'll just say that he has a very famous dead brother. And <laughs> he did not throw, he was not prepared for this thing. No. Not, and that had me nuts. Sure. That's a tough one. But th that said, uh, that very thing, I'm happy he never quite got it together, or else I'm sure. Uh, Chris would have not enjoyed that matinee so much because what he got to Ooh. enjoy was uh, Dave Attell and David Spade sitting in the back of the room heckling him the whole time. Oh my god, I would have killed for that. It was, uh, I would have fucking killed they, for that. They, yeah, they were the, the, best, the best taste I can give you on what it was, and talking about being on stage and laughing at this, at the point when uh, Kevin Farley's giving the yeah. history of comedy, quote unquote, and he's going, you know, and Sid Caesar and Shecky Green and all those guys, he goes, uh, who told the same jokes over and over again, he goes, and then finally, a heroin addicted Jew from Brooklyn named Lenny Bruce, and you just hear it tell just goes, easy. <laughs> <laughs> and then at one point, uh, David Spade yelled out, he goes, read it more and do it more monotone. <laughs> so he drove me nuts. Uh, it I was, didn't it, even it, enjoy it, it. bothered a lot of people. I, you know, he had a lot of lines. I'll give him that, I guess. And we had a very short amount of time to practice. Well, okay, but, but you know, some he's an actor. That's his yeah. fucking job. And some people do soap operas, and they're forced to learn that kind of stuff on a daily basis. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't have a lot of excuses for him, but... Uh, he didn't have it together by Wednesday. Christian sure. Finnegan uh, had a lot of lines to remember, and he remembered them all. Yeah, it was driving me crazy, but... Uh, so the stars came out. The stars came out to see this. On the matinee. Yeah. <laughs> no, on the matinee, they came Easy. out. Yeah. Easy. That's funny. Yeah, it was. It was uh, that was a that show was particularly fun. Well, the show that I saw, what the audience was losing their shit. Yeah, but the audience was an incredible amount of theater people. Oh yeah, yeah. they were so happy and so supportive. I'm not really around that cr kind of crowd. Oh, they seem like nice people. The audience. I, <laughs> I'll tell you, I we. <laughs> I walked three ladies yeah. the last night. Oh, it's hysterical. But it, it was they, it was, they were going to kick them out well before I got on uh, stage. And the producer kept saying that and, and going to Christine. And Christine was going, like, wait, wait, like, just let, if yeah. we could hang in there. I mean, standing up, this lady uh, and our two friends, but mainly this one lady, standing up, heckling. 
uh, just really. And you talk. can't wait. You. And, I can't wait because I get to. I get to do crowd work. And she's like, "Please, you keep please. those ducks out there." Yeah. <laughs> she's begging them to not kick them out, and they finally they don't kick them out, and I go out there and I just shit all over them. And you know, I'm doing it in between my song. I stopped the song to do yeah the crowd work, and I was just going at them, and I closed the song out, and they all uh, they left, and it was like it was like a. To everyone just cheering and calling them cunts and as they're walking out the door it was oh, fantastic <laughs> and they walk out really shitty and then the punchline on that story is we find out late late that night in a drunken confession <laughs> that the girl was a uh, kevin farley's tinder date oh my god <laughs> <laughs> so the whole time they're being shitty, he's like going like, "Hey, come on, girl, it's not gonna, you know, you gotta talk it." They're like, "Fuck you!" Like they hated him, too, and he just sitting there like eating shit. I'm like, "Those girls were gang raping him out there, and he just ate it." Yeah, it's just thinking. But they left his Tinder, but that's so funny. He's a drunk. Goes, oh, I got a confession to make. That was, that was my Tinder date and her two friends. <laughs> that's so fucking funny. No. It was fun. Here's the thing that Big J did, which I found to be fucking unreal. He's doing this song and dance number, (laughs) stopping, ripping the audience, (laughs) and then back into a song and dance. So you're going from like probably the most vulnerable spot you've ever been on stage into the kind of confidence it comes in to take. And it was it was impressive, dude. Oh, thank it was you. impressive. You know, it's funny you came to the first night. What you missed that I believe Chris got to see was on the third verse, then they throw me a cane. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah, a cane. Well, I said to you, could they have picked the better hat? He's wearing a top hat. And then, and then you said to me, I look like a circus bear. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had God, like a remember Otto BC from Oz. Sure. Like I, my top hat was like a baby hat on the side yeah. of my head. It looked like. So this entire thing was supposedly about stand up and all the archetypes that are in stand up. And when it was done, Ari Shafir was there, and I walked back and I go, "I bet you feel totally exposed right now. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole life just laid out on the stage in front what of you. What a hack." <laughs> <laughs> That's so fucking funny. I, uh, it was, I was definitely, it was, I miss, I miss it. <clears throat> and I, well, I think we're going to have to do you it again. You miss the boards. You miss we're, the boards. Yeah, we're going to do it again at some point, I think. But, but what I actually miss was, uh, in all honesty, I haven't been nervous to mm-hmm. go on stage in a long time. So when that thing, when I go out there, I had one of the first lines where Kevin was talking, I'd reach out and I'd yeah. say my line, like, I'm like, dude, what's with the fucking light? And then I go back and that curtain opens and you're like, all right, this is like, we're going to sing songs now. And I don't know, like, <laughs> there was times in practice where I would just, see, I'm not a singer, so I would sometimes just accidentally start like way too high and that would come out sometimes, but it never happened like in a live performance, but I had a couple of those, because, you know, they're like, project your voice and then I sure. start like, ah, ah. <laughs> How did Luis J. Gomez do with his run? Oh, fantastic. Yeah. He did he's like he was the heart and soul of the whole thing because he was the one there who just loved being a part of musical theater. Right. The worst voice probably in the whole cast. <laughs> just I would like, say in the whole city. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean just his enthusiasm made it so much fun to be a part of. Like he <laughs> like Lewis overly cared about it, which was great. Well, it has to be cool just to be part of something, you know, for so long working as a single, yeah. going up and doing it, to do something as a group and then go out afterwards, yep. celebrate it or mourn it, whatever it happens to be. <laughs> that's a that's a different experience. It was it was really it, it reminded me very it was like having a uh 
almost like the Montreal Comedy Festival kind mm -hmm. of at home because that's the same thing. That's when you get to go. The festival is when you go and you see a bunch of comics who you never see usually. Right. West Coast guys who are your friends and everything. And you're going to like lunch during the day and go and like do little things and stuff and hang out and, and just the stuff that doesn't really happen. Uh, at home, so it was, it was a similar kind of feeling. Yeah, it was like a team, real team vibe of it. I liked it. I really did. I went into it, and I said, I believe if Lewis wasn't there, I would have wouldn't have liked it as much. I really do like that I had a buddy there to kind of like, yeah, because we were the absolute outcasts. A lot of the other people there were a little, a lot more theatery than me and Lewis were. So yeah, but let me you tell know. you, there wasn't anybody who, you know, the one girl I can't think of her name was pretty great. Casey Balsham, yeah, she's she, a really she's funny a, comic and yeah. a great singer. Yeah. She was a great singer, and you know, she looked like I don't know whether she had done musical theater. Yeah, I think she had history. Yeah. Other than that, your, your singing talent was along line with everybody else. Oh yeah, don't worry. About it. <laughs> yeah, I thought. <laughs> who was the guy who played the part of the headliner? Christian Finnegan. Uh, he looks like he's done some work. Has he, he has, yeah. yeah. Danny Zuko. Okay. <laughs> he played Danny Zuko before. Yeah, that's, that'll be helpful. <laughs> that'll be helpful to have the Zooks. Hey, we forgot to plug today at 3 o'clock. Actually, we got all kinds of stuff to plug today at 3 o'clock. They are rerunning some stuff here on uh, Raw Dog with Robin Williams. Nice. Uh, we've got the town hall that he did with Whoopi Goldberg, which of course is great. And then also something he did with Kelly Carlin when the two of them sat down together. I think it was just one-on-one -on -one, talked about life and stuff. Over on the iBank today, too, um, a real nice piece is up, Fez. Uh, done by Leslie Coffin about uh, Robin Williams, his impact on comedy, his life. And actually, a personal experience that Leslie had with Robin Williams. So, so many people called in last night, including uh, Big J. But this was a list of people that we talked to last night. Uh, Jay Moore, uh, Louis Anderson, David Steinberg, which was... Um, it was a really even tough thing for David to do. Those guys were so close. Gilbert Gottfried, those guys more or less started the stars doing uh, animated shows again. Uh, Tom Papa, Reggie Watts, Bobby Slayton, then Big J. Okerson, um, Justin Stangle, uh, Richie Tinkin called us, which was, uh, uh, you know, he was in such a state. Paul Provenza, Schubert, George Wallace, Rick Overton, who was best friends with him, Kevin Pollack, uh, Seth Herzog, and Jim Florentine all called in last night. So if you get the chance to hear that, again, it's on demand. But that was such a, you know, you called in. It's amazing to me how many people had uh, this relationship with robin on one level or another sure you know? yeah, yeah i said i was weirdly enough like always like touched by him much more like his dramatic acting than his comedy even like i thought he was like but everything he's ever done like dramatic <laughs> was amazing yeah. well schubert called in you know he's gotten four uh oscar nominations robin williams fisher Most king of, right yeah fisher king uh which it's very weird there's a guy in town some people think he's homeless as not. His name is Radio Man. You'll see him in a lot of movies. But I swear to God, Robin Williams was playing him. You know what I mean? He, was, he looked and felt so much like him. Like, turn around and look at that. This is... That's actual Radio Man. That's yeah, Radio that's Man. He looks like Robin Williams. And he looks <laughs> like Robin Williams. And then in that Fisher King, he was playing him. I had Radio Man on the, the show before. Um... 
it was weird to me to to see that. But so many of those things that he did that he was nominated for were all dramatic roles. Yeah. And that um that um uh movie that he did that Bobcat directed, World's Best Dad, is fucking amazing. Oh really? It's amazing. Oh, I didn't see that. Look, let me tell you, you've got to just sit down and watch Bobcat's movies sometimes. They're fucking crazy, and they're incredibly great. I watched, is that like a weird movie, World's Grace said? Yeah, I mean, it's strange, it's darker than you would ever oh, I see. Thought was, by the, whenever I see giant red bubble letters in yeah. the title, I always think like Eddie Murphy, I'm sorry, I hooked up with a tranny movie. You will, you know... I think they did that like on purpose, you know what I mean, to make it look like it's a kids' movie. Well, yeah, um, I would absolutely watch that. That's uh, I saw his um, that God Bless America. Yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, that was great, pretty great. Man. He's great. Uh, the town hall is on at three o'clock, and that was, if you think about it, probably the last time that Whoopi and Robin ever sat down together. And I remember I was here that day and I walked back and just seeing those two together, it was really strange. I'm like, God damn, there's a lot of history here. This is two of the three people who started Comic Relief like back in the 80s. I loved Comic Relief as a kid. I just made my, please can't wait we watch Comic Relief. Just kind of buying the albums. And was it, you like helping homeless people? No, I like comedy. Oh, okay. <laughs> the homeless thing know. was just fucking whatever. That got it to be a little sad. <laughs> Did you like when Billy Crystal would play Face? Yes. Face. Uh, so anyway, that stuff's coming up at 3. And uh, we'll also go uh, on demand uh, for the folks that want to listen to this. And thank you for being part of that. Oh, yeah, no. I appreciate night. you guys including me. I forgot until you brought it up that you had done that scene. Yeah, it was so weird. I said I told you last night that it was yeah. like they had him as uh, in the script as guest star comic. And they never yeah. asked who it was until he showed up. I actually... Oddly enough, after I spoke to you guys last night, I, I had a spot at the cellar, and I went over there, and Louis came by, and like I was, I told him that I, I told that story on the radio and stuff. Yeah, he was he was pretty shaken up by it. I don't see how you cannot be. Well, here's the weird thing: I heard from so many people. Uh, I think I told you that I was in a movie screening when this happened. So when I got out and turned my phone on, just bing, 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 bing. So I'm, I'm like, I think the city's under attack again. You know what I mean? Like, that was the first thing I thought. And then you read that. But I heard from so many people. Number one, I hear from so many people that were... You know, sobriety friends that I have, addiction friends that are like, hey, we got to look out for each other. People I know who have had heart surgery, hey, we got to look out for each other. This kind of stuff that comes up. Just people who feel like they're getting older. Sure. That, that we're, you know, when you hear something like this, it, it was so strange to me how many people took it on and personalized it. Has it been confirmed like suicide? Um, I have not allowed myself to look into any of those kind of details I, yet. Yeah, I get that, because like I said before, like, the fact they kept saying it seems like that's what it was yesterday, like, also, like, it's weird, like, when you get emotions that you're not even expecting to have something, I also felt a little bit of anger towards it, like, quite honestly, because I'm like, we're all psychotic messes, you know what I mean? Like, I've right. been, and, and, you know, I remember when I saw, like, comics last night, even the thing, I was like... I said I'm like a little mad. I'm like, because we all, it, it sucks for all of us. You know what I mean? Like we all have like, and we all feel that way and we all contemplate and have our thoughts. And I was like, right. and it's like, but you don't do it. You don't check out on the people that give a shit and all that stuff. And like, you know, you know, we all felt that way. I said before, like, and, I, and, I think so, there's a difference though. When like I go to dark places. Sure. Yeah. Uh, 
But to compare that with that kind of clinical depression, I'm not sure that I can even understand that kind of darkness. You're, and I'm you're, always you're, even you're saying since, the actual chemistry, the yeah. internal chemistry, where it's like you're out of your own control. You're not really gotcha. yourself. Yeah, you know? that's true. But there are, you know, there are times that I'll fall into the the black hole, and you know, just stay there for a while. You know, you know what makes me like, I get there too, without a doubt, too often. But like. The thing that makes me snap out of it tends to be, I think about how much I travel, I fly, and I'm mm -hmm. terrified of flying. And whenever there's turbulence, not at one point, man, I've flown miserable and depressed and right. like, you know, maybe the world be a better place without Jay Okerson. Yeah. And we hit a, a crazy patch of turbulence. I've never been like, bring it on, God. I'm always yeah. holding my seat. <laughs> yes. I'm like, please, I, I just want to land. I, I just want to land. I want to be okay. <laughs> it all happened in one <laughs> night. I'm back. <laughs> like, this is how it is. This yeah. is how it is. <laughs> yeah. I put it in your hands, retarded but pilot. I will do the same thing, too. Like, I'll get so dark and I'll go, maybe the world would be better without Big J <laughs> <laughs> You know? <laughs> and then that makes you feel better. <laughs> and I start to go, yeah. Take Fez out to cones and <laughs> yeah. you guys have a thing. <laughs> But I don't think, I mean, I don't, you know, people don't really sit around and talk about depression, but I don't think I have a single friend who doesn't, you know, doesn't have one foot in the darkness sometimes, yeah, you so, know? Well, but you hang around, uh, you befriend creative types. Right. You don't, you know, you're not really necessarily just friends with like a guy who's like a cubicle worker or like stuff like that. But I am because of, you know working with sobriety and stuff like that there's a lot of people that remind me of the same kind of stuff and by the way this rocks people that are into sobriety because you know even when he had the fall he had been sober for so long 20 yeah. years right yeah 20 years and he just said he went, went like passed and went oh look at that little bottle of liquor I'll pick it up and that was it boom he was back right back so you know for people like me you know, you can hear the, you can feel the ice cracking sometimes, and you hate to personalize it, but I think that's what happens when you have a celebrity that's so well known to us that it's incredible personal. And then if you do have a suicide, it's almost like your friend killed your friend. It, it makes it even scarier and darker. Do you, do you have a? Uh, what do you think is a healthier way to reflect on like? An addiction to something. I've always found it because I have like an uncle who came with something. I remember talking to a few comics who have like, quote unquote, beat addiction in some ways, or, or at least you know, are clean and sober. Do you reflect on it with like, oh, it's just it's the, you know it's the devil's piss. It's just evil, rotten, horrible. Or do you go like, man, a lot of fun, just a lot of fun. He goes, I just I don't know how to do it in any kind of capacity where I can control myself. It's, it's just it's bad for me, but man, is it awesome. Or do you have like a like a fucking evil poison that should be eradicated from the earth? No, I would I would never try to eradicate. But I'm saying just in your own like, feelings. Do you, do you have like an anger towards it, or are you like? No, I think uh, I, it, I miss you so much. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, you just hit it. It's like a, it's like a crazy ex girlfriend. But you know what I mean? You're like, man, the sex was great. And then when I was sleeping, she fucking poured kerosene all over me and fucking lit the bed on fire. It's like, yes, I do want to fuck you, but it's the burning and screaming. You killed my cat. You know what I mean? Like, what, what do I got to fucking do? Like, you've had that ex-girlfriend where you're like, I've got to, you know, stay away. But then there's other, you know, I, I, I'll romanticize it all the time, too. Like, there's times I always think to myself, in my partying... 
I feel like I was like this, uh, you know, great athlete who blew his knee out in his prime. Like I just really feel like this is what this is what Penny Hardaway must have feel like when he looks at <laughs> basketball. Jesus. You know, Grant Hill. <laughs> oh, Penny. He just he had it all, and then that accident happened, and he, you know, he can't go back out on the court. Yeah, I have to keep when I think about that pretty little bottle like you know Robin went to I have to make the movie go longer and then what happens and then what happens after I do that when does it start to really you know uh, get bad do you believe uh, all things in moderation and you just can't or do you just say you should just stay away from it you know I mean there's people who have allergies what am I going to tell some guy who can't eat shrimp have a little piece of shrimp you know it doesn't mean that shrimp is bad for everybody but this guy eats shrimp his fucking throat will close you know I mean I I fucking drank and didn't did the most I could. What I guess mean? more like saying like if one of your kids was like was like dabble like once in a while. Like, oh yeah, if you find out like in ten years, like oh, I, I tried coke a few times. I, whatever. I, I I I can't sit in judgment of anyone yeah. else's choices. I, gotcha. uh, I certainly I know people who do a, a little bit of coke. I I know one guy who swears to this day that he can socially do heroin. Uh, I'm not going to judge him for that. You know, does, what I mean? he, does it seem to be the case? He tells me, you know, you never know, but he goes, I only do it like once or twice a year when I get together with some old friends. And I'm like, I've never heard of that before, but okay. You know? Write an album in a weekend, we get the fuck out. <laughs> I don't, you know, I don't know what he's doing. Wouldn't it be great if during all this we should have said that, that Fez has been shadow boxing in a corner, just waiting for this guy? <laughs> Training not, at Clubber you know, Lane, doing chin ups. Fez is always such a letdown. He's going to get along great with Jason today. No. Just as we're fired up for it. Fuck that. You, do you have a couple clips? <laughs> Fuck that. Why that, do you want I want to see that. that baggy. <laughs> I'll never get along with that guy. That baggy neck brace is coming off. <laughs> baggy neck brace is his online name. name. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you got a clip or two. How long are these? These are like thirty seconds each. All right, let's just—you'll just see. I didn't think Jason. I'm just on Fez's side. I know it's great that you are. You He's know? my friend. It's, Appreciate it. But it's also because I'm—he's trying to try to push you into him, like in the you know, like in school <laughs> where the guys wouldn't fight each other, so you would get by them and drop them. They just touch foreheads for yeah. five minutes. All right, let's hear a clip. I'm a fan of the show, and I, maybe I'm overstepping my bounds, but you've got to step up. You've got to. It's not fair to him. Ron is just... You, you've got to meet him a quarter of the way. I understand how much of an awful person I am. You're not. Oh, right. No, 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 no. You're I not. I was nice you. enough oh, to no. talk to your publicist and book oh, you in here, no, and then you no, want no. to come in and attack me. I didn't mean me. it like come that. On. Oh, shit. I'm so sorry. Come on. I'm so sorry. No, no. Well, that's, why, uh, that's why I reached out to your publicist to make sure you got in here to plug okay. your movie so you could shit on me oh, while no, you're here. No, I just, fu- I just fucked up so... Why don't you respect the guy who got you in here, you second-rate hack? That's what I'll say to him. All I heard him say Fez was nice things. Yeah. I thought it was uh, the epitome of rudeness. Fuck him. I think I think he's a, a nice guy. I think you guys <laughs> can hit it off together. All he said he wanted to do was say step up. So you get involved a little bit. I understand. He doesn't have to point that out to me. That's not his job to. But you forgot your plugs today. You know what I mean? You were supposed yeah. to be plugging at 3 o'clock, uh, the, the, the one after it, the on-demand. That shit doesn't happen. Maybe we need a Jason Nash in here to point out, 
You know, you just don't want to stand and watch with a baggy neck brace. And Jay's got dates, actually, at Rick Bronson's oh, House of Comedy God. in Minneapolis, September 10th to the 14th. plug the dates. Houseofcomedy.net for tickets and more information. And the Legion of Skanks podcast is on iTunes. I have no problem with Fez not doing that. He's training. You got fucking outed on the Stanford and Sons Day, too, by Rob Riggle. Wasn't that great? Yeah. Was I mean, at that point, we're already in it. Who cares? Yeah. You know what? There's an improv in that town. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you're feeling bold. Uh, you're feeling bold. You know, that, guy, that guy is fantastic. He really does. he picks you up to do press in a Lotus, like your pretty woman. That is unbelievable. True story. And then yeah. watching me squeeze my fat ass into a Lotus yeah. at 7 a.m. Hilarious. Now, how do you think the middle act feels seeing the owner driving around in a Lotus? <laughs> like, you know, I don't have enough to eat this week. You can ask him. He's in the back of the Lotus, <laughs> <laughs> laying across the seats. Um. <laughs> So, play another little piece for us. What, what was your childhood like? What were your mother and father like? Yeah, you never bring that up. Yeah. You, you should probably know if you're such a big fan of the uh, show. Why are you being mean? <laughs> Who started it? Who came in here like an ass? Ass? I thought, I thought, I think, I honestly think I thought very rude, tripping. very disrespectful after being invited to plug his movie. It isn't plugging his movie, it's being on the show. We haven't talked about my movie that much, I mean... I'm just. I'm, Whose fault is that? I think I'm taking it in the right direction. People, <laughs> I mean, you can't make people buy a movie. I don't. I'm just asking. Can you tell me about your mother and father, or you don't want to? My father's dead. My mother's still alive. That was blunt. I mean, that's not really giving him the background was he was looking for. Mean. That's he, just. A, that's just to try to stress someone out. He's not interested in what my par- who my parents are. He's interested in what happened to you, Fuzz. He wants to know. He wants to help. Oh, he does not want to help. He's no. just trying to make a name for himself. He's fucking with the bull. Give him the horns. That's what I say. Fez doesn't have any horns. Oh, he's got horns. He's got a Where? Neck brace. <laughs> yeah. They're under the neck brace. It's fragile. <laughs> he's not. He'll die if he fights. I'll hold him. I don't think that... I mean, the most I could do is yell, Jason, you'll be up for manslaughter. I can never catch a charge, Jason. The best thing you do is like, you'll never make it out of this building. <laughs> Heart will give out. <laughs> When's the last fist fight you've been in, Fez? I've never been in a fist you fight. You punched that retarded girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah. When I was eight years old, I punched a fat retarded girl in the stomach in my neighborhood. Was she bigger than you? Uh, no. <sighs> I think she outweighed me, she was but she baby. wasn't taller. She was denser. Fez was eight. <laughs> she was seven months old. <laughs> he was supposed to be babysitting. I mean, well, shut up already, baby. That's what I would have said. I'm so bummed I'm going to miss that. Well, you know, maybe with the the soda show could... Mm. I would have glared at that guy the whole time. I would have given him stink face the whole interview. It's stink eye. Stink face is when you put your ass it's in their face. <laughs> do that, too. Yeah. Let's tell him to close his eyes and do sit-ups, <laughs> and I'll spread my butt cheeks right over his face. It's a plan. It's I mean, not great radio, <laughs> but it's going to be awesome in the room. Kind of visual for radio. It's a little visual for radio. Yeah. Shelby, you're a big Jason fan, right? Yeah, he's great. He's coming. you're the guy who hooked us up with him, right? Yeah, with uh, I said we got to bring this guy on. So why did fire. Fez take all the credit for it? If you, were I was the, the one who talked to the publicist. Yeah, but it That's... wasn't your idea. Talking to the publicist is not. It's nothing I've even heard of. Uh, a co-host doing before. I made the mistake booking. I think it's Shelby's booking. The man who wrote back, wrote down Hoagie Fest. <laughs> thinking that we'd all agree and think that it was nuts. 
I'm right, like, guys? Shelby <laughs> thought it was crazy there's a Hoagie Fest? Yeah, he thought it was the funniest thing. And he goes, there's this thing that just says Hoagie Fest. I'm like, wah wah. You know when it's not funny? Yeah. At 4 o'clock in the morning when you're starving and you oh, can't yeah. find a good sandwich. It's the one place. And you also don't want to talk to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> you can handle both of those things at Wawa. In Pittsburgh, we have sheets. And it's a big... Yeah, I've, been I've heard people argue that. Yeah. No, nothing the same yeah. at all. Pittsburgh food. Well, what is your... Is it Primani Brothers or something? Uh, yeah, they, they put fries on a sandwich. Yeah, we understand, but I want to explain to you what the worst fucking thing they do. Right. They take a piece of fucking Italian bread and then cut it the wrong way. Wait, so what? you're getting as much white. See how you're getting all the white on it instead of... crust, baby? Come yeah. on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me the crust. I don't want the fucking shitty white bread. And they put the fries and coleslaw on it so that you can eat in the co- and while you're driving your truck. Great. But you see how it's all the white bread part it of it? sucks. Yeah. So you can take that same roll, cut it in the other direction, and have a fucking nice little sandwich for yourself. I don't like the fries on it, I think, no. at all. I don't. It's no. gross immediately. Yeah. Unless they're, like, taking it, like... Like they make it and, and like fire it right into your face. <laughs> it's gonna be soggy in eight seconds. But that's the thing. If you go there, they say, "Oh, you gotta try. You gotta try Primanti." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, it the first Shelby. thing I did when I got to Pittsburgh. You're right, because enough people told me to. Oh, that really is a stupid way to cut. I had it before too. I don't remember being like that. It's insane. It's all that I have. It's all I remembered. And I said, "Miss, Miss, someone cut this fucking roll the wrong way." <laughs> Fucking people doing. And she goes, "No, you're in Pittsburgh." <laughs> is there an affirmative action retard hire back there cutting the bread? Uh, Pittsburgh food. Nothing beats. Oh, I mean, Wawa Hoagie's pretty solid. Yeah. Do you think Wawa, if it came to Manhattan, it would just destroy the mom and pop shit like the bodega? That's why they don't do them, I guess. Oh, why? There's Seven Elevens all over. Yeah, yeah, but they don't have like uh, they have like prepackaged food. But while like people making you fresh like hoagies like that would oh, I'd just be kill. Happy to see Wawa here. A good cheesesteak place just went under apparently in the city of uh, Phillies on Houston Street. I I never thought it was that good. You didn't like it at all. I can't. I don't know what it is. I can't totally turn my mind around to it. At most, I'll give it a C minus when I yeah. eat in New York. How about ninety nine miles to Philly? I'm not crazy about it. You know what's funny? I'm here. I, I get those things over the last few years so much, too much, that uh, I've almost like when I go back to Philly, it, then I have to. It reminds me I'm like, oh yeah, this doesn't taste like what I'm getting in New right. York. It is different. I never let it go by. I'm always fucking holding on to it. Do you try to hit a Wawa whenever you get a chance to pass one? No. <laughs> Man, that bonding was going so great. <laughs> then I just fessed up. Don't worry about my yeah. dad and mom. <laughs> You're the fucking asshole. You didn't mind, Big J, when I was promoting the fact that you are going to be on the soda show later. You fucking loved that, didn't you, prick? <laughs> I reintroduced you to Rob Riggle. <laughs> what? Why would that be a good thing? Why is that positive? I, oh, man. I mean, for there it is, Hoagie Fest. I was going to go into a whole defending Fez again, and then my, my yeah. heart got taken back by Hoagie. Who the hell gets... No one... This is a bad commercial. No one gets jalapeno peppers on their sandwich. That's just not a real thing. <laughs> Maybe they're Is trying to tweet. They're trying to get more Mexicans in. <laughs> yeah, I don't, their best. there's no way. What is that? Some kind of chicken buffalo chicken? No. Yeah. That's buffalo new, chicken that's, jalapenos. That's uh, new shit. Old school. American and meatball. Is last night's show only on demand for people that want to hear it? It will be on before. By the end of today's show, it will be on demand. Okay. 
Now, last wow. night, who was your favorite caller? And no fair picking Jay, being a fucking prick and picking Jay. <laughs> Let's just say Jay can't be picked for this. I like Louie Anderson a lot. Because he cried? Yeah. Bez? This is very sad. Uh, Jason Stangle had some remarkable stories. Funny stuff. Shelby? David Steinberg for me. I was leaving toward David Steinberg. Kevin Pollack is always really good in the jam, though. And if you ever need someone to sum up everyone's feelings, Kevin Pollack. You know Kevin? No, not personally. But I mean, really, you know, funny guy, but really is a real smart guy too. Um, Schubert was actually very good. Prevents is always good. No one was bad here. Reggie Watts. I think Reggie was out to dinner with his mom too, yeah. and called it because Reggie kind of reminds me of like a new kind of Robin Williams. Where like, where did that? It's almost from? not even stand up. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, where did smoke. that come from, dude? Yeah. <laughs> you know what? Huh? Are you, what are you doing? <laughs> 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 what? Yeah. Make music. I'm like, I wish... I honestly, if I could fucking do what Reggie does, I'd just be hanging out with my phone all the time, making shit up. It's ridiculous. Right, yeah. Yeah. It looks so fun. Yeah, it looks f- phenomenal. To have actual talent instead of bullshit talent. And I'm literally talking about the, the ability to bullshit. I like some of the people who would turn it the wrong way, like... Jay Moore, uh, Bobby Slayton, that would find, like, hey, for anybody who ever said shit about him before, I hope you're happy now. <laughs> <laughs> you said he was a hack, and now, now how do you feel? It's literally. You can't make it right. Um, let's, uh, let me get over here. Tom in Jersey wants to talk to you, Fez. Go ahead, Tom. Fezzy. Yes. You all right with these guys just calling your neck braid saggy? They said baggy. Oh. Well, now that you come to say it. The neck brace is not a tight neck brace. It is. Well, it's as tight as I can get it, you and then s- my shirt got caught underneath it. But start to spin it. Turn it. You should not be able to do that with a neck brace. That thing is supposed to be holding your neck in fucking place. I'm no. also very claustrophobic. Uh, that's, that has nothing to do with it. The point would be, is the neck brace holding your neck in place? It is not. You, If you want, I could draw a couple holes into your head, and we'll give you the hard neck brace. That's <laughs> the one that you want to have. Yeah. yeah. That should be what he's wearing. This is just for show. He just wants people to come by and say, hey, what what happened to you? And that was happening all day yesterday after the show. People were like, oh, my God, Fez, what happened? I think he just wants to be underestimated Why does that upset you? It has nothing to do with you at all. <laughs> Because this is a sham neck brace. Let me just tell you something. I'm in this thing. My fucking staff ran and put this show together last night while I was in that movie. These guys are fucking phenomenals. This is the pro. This is the Fox Force 5. <laughs> Who do you think gets fucking MVP from last night? Who would you give it to, Fez? Um, I would give it to Chris. Shelby, who do you give it to? I'd probably give it to you. But I'm not part of your fucking shitty crew. Okay? I'm fucking Ron. Get that together. <laughs> when there comes a day me and you are competing against each other, I quit. Then I'd say Chris. <laughs> All right, Chris. You're going to be getting a special prize for the great work you did. Thank you. Yeah. Guest appearance on the Soder Show. Do you want to, you know, get that fucking guest spot? Even though you've had a... How many years have you been doing these shows, these podcasts? Six. 
Six years with the High Society? Yeah, and like four with Dave. Does High Society have any listeners? I believe so. You're on the More Like Radio Network. Okay. And then the Davey Mac thing. That's on Riotcast.com. Yeah. I was, I'm looking at the Interrobang headlines. I was there for that. I don't know if you... I guess you talk about everything, right? What's that? Go ahead. Yeah, talk... No, go ahead. The Neil Brennan thing? Oh, when Neil uh, said that very, thing? I was... Uh, I did warm-up for that. Really? For that show, and I watched him do that. I was like... I was like, balls out, man. <laughs> like, that was like, you really... You didn't hold back on that one at all. Uh, all right, go ahead and play... This is Neil Brennan and his new show. What's it called? The Approval Matrix. Okay. It's from the uh, New York Magazine yeah. thing. You gotta turn something else off there. Mr. MVP doesn't know how to fucking... Again, I love Louis stand-up. I love the stand-up sections of the show. Mm -hmm. I find the narrative Wonderful. to be non-existent. No, <laughs> yeah, I find the narrative to be non-existent and kind of sloppy and kind of lazy. So I'm putting him in lowbrow and despicable. Ooh. I think right. Louis is like the kale of television. <laughs> well, he explained it more live. <laughs> no. uh, what, what did he say? Oh, I mean, you just take, you just say that the show wasn't like funny. Like you said, the show is, is like void of like laughter and like jokes. He said it's just like too serious. I, 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 I don't even necessarily like, uh, like disagree with some of his critique on it, but I mean, like, I was surprised he went so public with well, it. I, comic I, to comic, I, I that's pretty balls out. But but see, here's the thing: why is it supposed to be a traditional comedy? But, sure, no, it doesn't. I mean, at you're all. doing something that's different. If you want to just have laughs per minute, hire the same staff that did Friends. People act like that shit's hack. It's hard to fucking do too. You know what I mean? It's hard sure. to do Friends. But then you're saying, I don't want to just sit and watch Friends all the time. Sure, this is a, you know a different experience. No, absolutely. No, I mean, I'm, just, I'm just surprised. It's like a comic being so vocal about another comic like that. I thought that was really like. Uh, I think uh, the uh, point was, you know, to bring some attention to the new, to the new gig. I mean, it's kind of smart from that point of view. Sure. You know, like, oh, I'm going to do a new show. Like you and, I'm sure you and Soda are going to attack Opie today. I think it's the first, <laughs> first thing you're going to do. Just go right after him. And then you're going to come back with, thank God, Anthony got fired. That <laughs> son of a bitch. Hey, we're back with the Soda Show. Anyway, where were we? Thank you God did that show fun. yesterday, right? Yeah. A lot of fun. Wow, what a place. Oh, yeah. Oof. You been there? Well, let's just say this. I'm a secret caller to that show. No one <laughs> even knows about it. I kind of think that I'm the thread of that show. <laughs> You're keeping it all together? Yeah, I feel like from a calling point of view, he will never have bad calls because I'm always ready with one of my many secret characters. If you listen closely, you may have heard me. Have, have you, at any level of your uh, radio career, ever... I remember a lot of comics when I first came to New York. Yeah. Like a day, an extra day job sometimes would be... You'd get like 25 or 50 bucks in the mail if you would call a radio show and be like... No. Yeah, never... They'd have to call you and you know, and be like, so anyway, uh, my girlfriend's sleeping. I'm going to pour a bucket of ice water on her. And then yeah. you get like another comic to like scream and get mad at you. Or yeah. I'm going to propose. Like that kind of weird. They that, would pay people to do that fake like morning zoo shit. It's the zoo. It's the zoo things. And it's really from the same company that does that all over the country. So a kid who used to work for me did that. And he would do the same call in like 10 different markets. You know what I mean? Like, uh, oh, I'm sending, you know, flowers to my wife. And then he would find out some guy was there or whatever. It's always fake when you hear that. Because you can't be on the radio without 
being told you're on the radio. You have to tell yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, that was actually, uh, I think a call, uh, there was like a fake call yesterday on Anthony's show that I did that was said doing an old radio bit. It was the, um, I'm... Well, like I'm wanted or something like that. Like, oh, I'm forgetting the wording of it, right? But it's like, yeah. So he says like an old hack radio bit. Like if you could find me, like I'm one, I'm a wanted man. If you could find me, it's like X amount of dollars. It was some ridiculous thing. But like, I remember, yeah, remember like Joe DeRosa did that at one point. He was like making phone calls. He's like, I gotta wake up at eleven. I gotta call and propose to a girl. Turn down. Well, that's always fake. And also the jumbotrons are fake. When you see the kissing thing at the end, they're always interns or local actors. Really? Where the two guys are sitting next to each other and they're suddenly in the kissing thing and then they look and then they do kiss. That's you're being faked. But they but there was that one jumbotron where the guy proposes to the girl and she walks away. Apparently, you know, and she said later on the reason she wouldn't marry him was because his dick was too small. Yeah. And then that guy did a documentary about trying to make his dick bigger. I was glued to that fucking documentary. I have never even heard of this. It's on Netflix. And it's called Unhung Hero. <laughs> great title. It's a great title, but it's really about that guy. The guy with a famous YouTube clip where he gets turned down um, by the chick. And the whole joke, the whole documentary is about him trying to find ways to make his dick bigger. And then at the end, he just, you know, Accepts spoiler alert, he finds a girl who's just fine with his little dick. She has a <laughs> and that's tiny, what I did. She has Thanks, an unbelievably Christine. small vagina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just go looking for chicks with shallow snatches. That's... I never know what... I, I, st- I, I don't even believe in this. Did you get to see his dick? They never show his See, dick, I don't, I but they show his arm. I believe it was an average-sized dick. They show his arm motion of the tug. Yeah, <laughs> it's not a far tug. <laughs> it's just like a yeah. tiny little. Tug. It's like a two finger, yeah. <laughs> a little two finger action. But yeah, he said this girl here. Uh, later on, said no because, like, yeah, your dick's too small. How rotten is that? Maybe his nuts are just really huge. <laughs> He's never really thought about it. Your, dicks are, your nuts are huge. They're swallowing that fucking average dick of yours. Uh, you know, in this movie that I had to see yesterday with Riggle, but by the way, he doesn't play a big part in, you know? I had to wait a long time before I got, you know, my Riggle on. But <laughs> another one of those naked fucking guys with a real small dick running around fauna. For some reason, in movies now, we can't see tits in a comedy. We're just constantly seeing cock. And the smaller, the better for the laugh yeah, factor. And, like pull, and actually, in, the, in one of those Jump Street movies, it was Rob Riggle's cock. <laughs> they, like, it was like on the ground or something. Like they shot his dick off. Was this in this? Oh yeah, yeah, that's you right. Remember his dick was on the ground. Um, I didn't see the second one. You did, and you liked it. Second jump. Yeah, Street? I they were both funny, man. Yeah, but but the second one wasn't obviously not as good as the first one. But the first one like blew me away. I really went into that like this is gonna suck, and then I heard some good reviews, and I went to see, it, and I was like, actually, really, really funny. I heard that you got high and asked Chris for a movie to see. Oh yeah, the, yeah. What? Should I see Lucy or Snowpiercer? <laughs> I was like, I can't remember if he said Snowpiercer was great. And he was like, I fucking hated Snowpiercer. Yeah, don't ever go see that film. Lucy I was saw, a better choice. I saw, did you see Lucy yet? No. I but, saw it. Good, Like three quarters of it was really good. And then the last part got really weirdly trippy. Um, too trippy? A little too trippy. But it was neat. Still a neat film. I definitely liked it. I probably would like that more than the movie where she shows her bush. Sit through that one. Same girl, right? Isn't that Scarlett Johansson, the yeah. inner skin? 
There's websites that show that. You don't have to go to the movie for it. Is this the new one that's coming out with her? In her skin? Yeah. Because I've never heard of this one either. Oh, I gotta I, fucking keep up on the movies here. Under the skin. Under the skin? Under the skin downtown. But it's great, yeah. They show her bush. Pretty solid. <laughs> She's a looker. I mean, as far as bushes go, it's a little light, but it's good. You like dark. Yeah, I like a darker bush. I like that. Like I just bowled into the locker room at a Jewish community center. <laughs> See, I don't. I don't even like when you talk that way because then I start thinking about your check you're sitting here. Right. And I'm like, yeah, really? So that's what he likes. So that's what's going on. Oh, she's probably sitting on a full muff as we speak. I mean, and you guys don't know, but probably right. <laughs> and then dying in jet black like Elvis's hair. You think she's gonna do stuff I don't like? <laughs> that was the that was the best thing. Elvis would force his chicks to look like him. I want the hair jet black. Yeah, that's a sneer more. Sneer more. I'm fucking you. But that Libera Liberace tried to make it so he was fucking Liberace? Yeah, well, you got to be careful. Fezzi gets very defensive. Liberace. <laughs> I'm not, it's what he, he tried to do. He tried to make the guy look like Liberace. That was a horrible uh, attack piece movie. Oh, not even the movie. I thought that was like, well, that that yeah. boober guy, like, like he really got a bunch of weird plastic surgery. No, yeah. you're right, but I don't want to bring it up because Fez will get into a place. You know what I mean? I like, don't have a I, listen right now. I want to keep you guys as buddies. We're buddies. I want. I'm getting a little riled up because I want to come with some fire when the Shaw prick comes in. As normal, Fez won't do anything. <laughs> you don't think? I know it. He'll just sit there and take it. Oh, I'll let him have it, just like I did before. <laughs> Who do you think won last time, Shelby? It was Jason Nash in a knockout. Oh, wow. Jesus. What are you even talking about? You heard in the clip how he's like, oh, I fucked up. He came in spitting hot fire, saying, you don't, you don't do your job. Hey, forget my movie. Let's just nail you. I agree with the part about forgetting his movie. I don't think... Uh, I saw the movie. I liked it. Go over some of the names written in this movie. Let's say this. It's him. He had Busy Phillips playing his wife. David Koechner, who's great. Andy Rechner. Uh, Rob Cordroy. Pat Oswalt. Paula Tompkins. T.J. Miller. This Andrew, is... He, Andrew Daly. H. John Benjamin. Nick Swartzen. Paul Shear. It's unbelievable. He had a cast of thousands in this. Yeah. And there's a live screening of it Wednesday night, August 13th at the Bell House in Brooklyn. You ought to go, Fez. You ought to Bell House that shit. Go to bellhouseny.com for tickets. You're a hipster. And then just heckle. Turn it into Mystery Science Theater 3000. Do it. I'll go with you. We'll be like two black dudes in the back of a movie theater just talking shit. There's a Q&A, to do something. There's a Q&A also. I was always thinking of you guys as two black dudes because you never tie your fucking sneakers. <laughs> And they always match my underwear and bra. <laughs> Matching today. Check out my hat and my shoes. <laughs> Both <Good>. red. Throwbacks. <laughs> the yeah. throwbacks also. That's mustard yellow you see in that stripe. The same as my hat. When I came in here yesterday, I saw Chris's guy, Bronx Johnny Crisp, was doing, doing bef for the uh, before this, I guess he was doing a secret 
fucking podcast using this studio. So when I came back, I run into Bronx Johnny. And what's your other buddy's name? Chris. And I hadn't seen these guys in eight years. And they're just like this. What up, boss? And they get I'm like, what are you doing? Where are you guys going? I didn't know that I caught him. You know, like Chris was like, get out of here. Rod's coming back. Get out. The I'm trying to be up. the MVP again. The jig is up. Yeah. What podcast do you record in here? Sometimes I record in here the High Society Radio, which is on the More Like Radio Network. More like radio.com. What's High Society Radio about? Oh, it's all about, you know. Getting high. Getting, there's some tie in talk. There's some drug talk, yeah. Oh, High Society. Play you, your opening. That was the name of a, a porn magazine when I was a kid. No yeah. penetration, but full spread gash. Yeah. I think it was Larry Flint on that. Did he? Yeah. It was good. And then We, which was the same way, was owned by Bob Guccione and Penthouse. Did I tell you the story of my... <laughs> let's listen to the beginning, or else I'm going to say, did I tell you about my mom? And then I should probably not just leave it at that before we go to this picture. She was in that. Well, interestingly enough, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> if for one night we don't get drunk, we don't do some drugs... We don't smack bitches. We don't do what we do best. And you know what? Motherfuckers is already talking about. They can't even follow me now. If I gave you a map, goddammit, you still couldn't follow me. I'm doing my thing now. Ain't nothing changed about me except my age. I got a little older. I got a little wiser. But the gangster is still a gangster. And this will be a night that goes down in history once again. Now, where's that from, Chris? That's from New Jack, the wrestler. Now, do you kind of feel like you're going to take High Society, this show about drugs that you've been doing for six years now, and turn it mass appeal? It's not totally about drugs. Listen. After that, the first time you guys listened to that intro, did you and three other white guys high five? Yeah. 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 That's it. That's New us. Jack. Let's get a celebration blunt. <laughs> oh, my mom. I can tell you about my mom with Wee Magazine. Yeah, go ahead. Um, my, mo when I was, my mom's skinny uh, with big titties my whole young life. She had me when she was pretty young. And then when I was a teenager and started getting porn magazines... Uh, in any way that I could, I started to realize that my mom has this one T-shirt, very tight, that says "We O U I We" across the front. And then I started to realize, like even maybe even too long after that, that I'm like, that's the same exact logo it's or the, the thing. And I asked my mom about it. She goes, she was approached to do porn when she was younger. Her words, she said no. Last minute because she decided uh, not last minute because she said no. Like she thought about it and said no because. They promised her it would only be overseas, and she was like, well, worst case scenario, she's worried that if her parents, you know, my grandparents go overseas, that's the last thing they need to see somehow. She just decided, <laughs> she says, she said no. But how do you get the fucking t-shirt if you say no? You know what I mean? Like how? No, they do. Everybody gets a t-shirt. Just on the street. Yes. He goes, he goes, here's like a t-shirt being a porn well, overseas. Even though you don't want to be in our overseas porn, I want you to wear this t-shirt. She, probably. I bet she did it. <laughs> and then she's even sporting that for other people. Like check it out, everybody. Magazine. <laughs> yeah. We magazine, y'all. Guess who's house. guess whose butthole's famous in France? <laughs> Ten minutes away. <laughs> From Fez backing down. I ain't backing down. I'm not going anywhere. He may not even show. 
I bet that this. I'm going to duck out. Oh, I'm like going to bet that this is going to be the dullest thing that people ever wanted to hear. I think there's going to be very little that happens, and anything that's said will be short and clippy, like you are. You're no. just sitting there. No. <laughs> Maybe I'll stay completely quiet and let's just let you guys two talk this out until finally you end up kissing. Could he, <laughs> could he come in and like? Uh, could he like do a, a complete? Like one eighty on like apologize, be like sorry, I, I was out of line. Should have left it alone. And candy. Oh, I don't want his apology. You I don't want anything back to do his with face? him. Yes, absolutely. Fuck yeah, that's gangster. <laughs> you know, that's the right answer. You passed the test. You You're be- my third best friend now. Here's the thing. You believe in him, Jay. You're about to be dropped. Let me tell you it- something. You always got a spot on the Soder show. I mean, I have to ask Soder, but you always have a spot. It's not my show, apparently, to yeah. make that call. As a special guest, I have some influence over the host. All right, well, let me say this. Listen to the first Soder show and try to guess whether Fez is there or not. <laughs> because there, there won't be that much of a difference. Now, why aren't you up swing on that, Fez? You should be ready. That should be getting you pumped up. Sparring. Because you're my friend. He does it, he does it with uh, uh, spite. We're trying to stress me out. You think he was trying to throw you under the bus? Like he was just trying to. Oh like, yeah, there? he's just yeah, he just he's trying to make a name for himself. It's a little bit of a he's weird to thing to come famous. in and be like. It's weird to come in it's first a time coming prick move. and and critique one of the host's performance. It's weird. That is a weird thing to do. Sure. You don't think so? I do. Well, I think he's a weird creep. Is <laughs> <laughs> it just me and Fez on an island? He came in very sincere, in my opinion. You think he just wanted it? He wanted to help. He wanted to help Fez. But how? If you really can't offer help, then what's the point of bringing that up? What's the help he could offer? I don't know. Maybe the first time start doing doing psychological exploration into Fez's background and parents. I don't know if that's the way to handle it. He's the least talented person in his own movie. Um, Let me pass some judgment on these other people in this movie before we say that. Charlie, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Ronnie B., if you yeah. go back and listen to the original Jason Nash appearance, he's a true fan of the show and means no disrespect. He's just curious as to how things work, because if you've been listening for 12 years, you know how things work. But if you've only listened three or four years, Fez is an enigma that nobody can figure out. Then he's not a fan of the show. He, he especially you, he especially isn't a fan of the show. If he does, I've talked about my mom and dad on this show before, well, and he I doesn't know anything about them. I don't them. think that he's caught every single break of the show. He's lying. He listens. I watch John Stewart, but I don't know anything about his parents, and I don't catch every break that John Stewart does. Well, I've been a fan for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, Christine, uh, only for a few years, God as you've been listening. I know, right? What did yeah. she tell you? Was she lying? <laughs> Long-time fan, did she say? Yeah, she said this said back in the Ron and Ron days. <laughs> yeah. She's full of shit. She, she said she's, <laughs> she went down to diary. Florida with her parents, <laughs> and they used to stay on Clearwater Beach. <laughs> um, she's fully aware. She knows Fez's whole deal. Everybody's. That's you're a fan just, of the show. Trying, That's being a fan of the show. You're just trying to fire him up. And she's always <laughs> nice when she comes in here. Can I tell you something? You're inflating a tire that already needs to be patched. It's just <laughs> the air is going out as fast as you're inflating it. I just don't want Fez to have to sit here and take shit. 
I like that you fight back. I don't think that he's going to take shit take from him last time. I don't think that he's going to take shit because Jason isn't here to give shit. I get more disappointed. Oh, he's totally here to give shit. I'll take That's this all over he knows how to do. Over Fez being sad, I'll take this every day of the week. I like to see fire in face. Yeah, I, I do. You know, I mean, if if he came out and killed a puppy, I'd be like, okay, you're doing something. I mean, I don't really like it enough. <laughs> you know, I can't say that I like what you're doing, but you're doing something. You know, if this kid comes in here with a puppy, I want you to step on that puppy. Yeah. You know, they always say the first best thing you do is do the right thing. Second best thing you could do is the wrong thing, and the worst thing you could do is do nothing. So just do something. I mean, he's plugged these things today. He's been all over your plugs. You've been getting, you know, we know the dates that you're going on. We know everything about the Soda Show. Rick, uh, Jay's going to be at Rick Bronson's House of Comedy in Minneapolis, September 10th to the 14th. Go to houseofcomedy.net for tickets and more information. And Leisure to Skanks podcast is available on iTunes. And the Soda Show premieres tonight at 6 p.m. on Comedy Central Radio, Channel 95. Hey, uh, Connor, Connor, you're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, guys, how's it going? Good. Uh, yeah, so I just wanted to say, um, so Jason may, may, may have been a little bit harsh in, in, in what he said, maybe came on a little strong, but I think he has the same idea as most of the fans listening, because I've been listening for a couple of years now, and it, it, he just kind of expressed some of the frustrations some of the people have. Like, I think he had good intentions in what he was saying. Oh, he had no good intentions. Oh, I, I, he I just, just I, came in here to try to start shit. No, 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 no. He totally sounded like it came from a good place. It just may seem like he attacked because it just seems like you're on the defense a lot. But um, I don't know. I think I think he had he had good intentions and, and kind of had the right idea. All right, I got to go to a break here because we got to let Big J go. You guys are going to be live in just a couple seconds. No. Huh? <sighs> no. Do radio live, my friend. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you taping a stand-up set for the stand later? <laughs> I'll just send it in. <laughs> Here's something I worked on at home. Oh. It's uh, the well, Shoulder Show tonight at 6 o'clock Eastern on Comedy Central Radio. That's Sirius XM 95. Can I say something? Yeah. I don't think when this guy just called in and said he's expressing the frustrations of the listeners, the listeners don't have frustrations. If they listen to the show and they're fans of the show, they love the drama. If there's frustrations in room... That's what they're calling. I mean, that's what they're listening to mm. be into. You know what I mean? So it's right. a weird thing to say. It's expressing frustrations. It's not really well, anyone's part to kind of like change, try to change the workings of the show. Where do you think the frustrations are in room? If your frustrations are because you think Fez is doing not talking enough or whatever it is, it doesn't. But I'm saying, but that's but the audience. They're not frustrated with that. They that, that their entertainment is is being part yeah, right of, now, of the internal like conflict. Right now, you're trying to come in between me and Fest. I think oh, you guys are the greatest I mean? team in, in radio history. When he brings up the frustrations in room, well, yeah, it's it's, a, it's a Nash tactic. Uh, oh, son of a Jay, bitch! This is not even sort of true. Jay I'm on Team Ron and Fest. Jay's got me thinking that maybe I need to do something. Is this how we leave the show? <laughs> Jay's got me thinking maybe I should maybe not do the show with Fez anymore. Now. All right. Thanks, I'm going to leave the Soda Show, and I'm going to kick this fucking Nash kid in the chest when he walks in, because I don't want the bad feelings in this it's room. It's Nash Bridges. <laughs> it's all coming down. Nash Bridges. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Uh, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Nothing will happen when we get back. <laughs> it's the Ron and Fez Show. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Ron and Fez on Raw Dog. Comedy hits Channel 99.
on the Fez show. Jason Nash is stopping by, and he's got a big gig coming up. A live screening and Q&A of Jason Nash is Married is happening tomorrow night, Wednesday, August 13th, at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Doors open at 7.30 p.m. Go to thebellhouseny.com. And Jason Nash is back with us again. Good to see you again, buddy. Good to see you, Ron. Very chilly in here. Oh, and yeah. I don't mean the temperature. Oh, you mean Mr. Watley? I said yeah. I said hello. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. And then I said it again. Hi, Fez. And then it was a hey. Well, you know, if you remember the last time that you were in here, yeah, you tried to help a little bit, uh, and Fez took it the wrong way. Yeah, and I've been I've been feeling bad about it since. It does make you feel bad. Yeah, it does. Because, you know, you get stuff on Twitter like, screw Fez. And, yeah. you know, sometimes you'll get a thing on Twitter like, you were awesome on the show. And you're like, and then you star it right away. And then you, then the last, you didn't read the last part, which is like, punch Fez in the face. Right. And then you got to unstar it. Yeah. Un- unretweet it. See, that's the stuff that and I, I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. want to wish him harm. I like Fez. Right. So yeah. that's why you're bringing up bad tweets about me. But That's why that, you're jumping right into it now. What he's saying is... He likes- I'm not glad to see you. That's why I didn't want to say hello to you. Yeah, I got, I, I got that. I, I, you know, I might be naive. I thought it would be different. What did you think it was going to be like this time? I thought it would be like, hey, man. I was like, hey, man, we made great radio last time. I thought about it, and I just thought that uh, I'm happy to have you back, and let's do the same thing again. I'll pretend like I don't like you. You pretend like you you hate me. Yeah. And uh, Chris will jump in and be like, oh, yeah, that's what will happen. <laughs> that would be great. I would love it if you guys would get together, work on some of this stuff. I mean, if you want to do stuff on the air, that's fine with me. I just don't think that you should feel it the whole time. I don't want to do anything with him on the air, and I'm definitely not pretending. No, I know that. I can see it. I guess he's here to try to uh, attack a man in a neck brace. <laughs> he's not here to attack a man, man in a neck Looking brace. For a fight. He's here to celebrate his movie uh, in Brooklyn, which is... And I was just saying, the Bell House is like the coolest place in Brooklyn. Yeah. It's, I'm so excited. You should be excited. Maybe Fez, you know, Pat Borelli is, mod- maybe Fez could moderate the Q&A. Would you? Would that be possible? Would and that would really bring, that, uh, no, I wouldn't oh, want to even go on. near this thing. It's a Q&A, though. And then you could be like. I understand what a Q&A is. That's not the part I'm <laughs> objecting to. See, here's the thing. They ask the Q, you get the A. You don't even have to really do that much. Yeah. You go over, yes, you have a question. You, oh, yeah. let's let them answer it. It's you, very easy. You could do it in very hostile, too, the way you are yeah. now, and that would be entertaining. Like, you know, this was a piece of garbage. <laughs> what do you have to say about it? Do you think the mocking voice? Oh, I, don't, <laughs> you know, I don't mean to mock. I, I love the show. I, I listen to you guys, and I, I literally sit and pretend I'm the three of you, and I have conversations in my car because I'm crazy, uh. and I'll just... I just drive around doing you guys. I can't help it, you know. But when you do Fez, yeah. if I had my eyes closed, I wouldn't know which one of you guys was talking. That's the weird thing. I want him out of here. I don't want to see him. I'm not happy he's here. That's Jason. <laughs> no, it's not. That's Jason. Could uh, could I tell you what you guys should do together, I think? What? Make vines. Because you're <sighs> famous for making vines. I'll make a vine with you. I got I got a lot of followers. I wouldn't want to appear six seconds with you. Why do you say It's five that? seconds too long. So what? you'll do a second. 
How many seconds would you be willing to vine on? <laughs> now, why are you holding on to this, Fez? Why? Seriously. Why? Because I'll tell you what, it's the stress from this last encounter that ended up putting <laughs> no. me under the knife. No, it is not. That's... Yeah, ask my doctor. I, not, what am I going to say? Is this Jason Nash's fault? That would be crazy. <laughs> they asked me if there's, because I didn't do anything for my neck to go out. There wasn't any sort of fall or crash or car accident. But and maybe I could have avoided the surgery. And they said if I wasn't under so much stress. And they're like, "Has anything stressed you out lately?" And that's when I met my doctors in June. And I said, "Yeah, listen to the show. It's Jason Nash." <laughs> you never said that to them. I had a voodoo doll actually underneath the console. It's a Fez voodoo doll. You honestly think the stress of that caused your di- caused your disc to disappear? Yeah, that was the reason why I had to eventually have surgery. And I'm still recovering today. So if he wants to come in and pick on the handicap, fine. Handicap. The good news is you, you have the health insurance here. He does. Which is yeah. what we talked about last time. Has anything changed since last time? I know you got hurt, and I don't like to hear that. And I, I, I love you. I love the show. But has anything changed? Have you and Ron Nothing. made... At, n- Nothing? I mean, all the work we did last time? See, it you would, see what you're doing. But it's it would a, be, I mean, it, people act like, oh, he's just trying to help. He's not trying to help. But I'm, I'm saying this. I'm willing to do the work. I know this is not all Fez's fault. I believe it's my fault as well. How I, is it your fault? Well, we're both stuck in this rut together, this dysfunctional rut. You know what I mean? And I, I know that Fez plays his part of the game. I play my part of the game. It's not good for either one of us. Let's problem solve right yeah. now. Let's. What if? What if you didn't show up tomorrow? What I if, would be willing to take the day off. What if you, Ron doesn't show up tomorrow? Why are you? And, you, and you, you have know, to man just, the ship. You're just trying to cause more anxiety, more stress. Put me back in the hospital. No, I don't want that. Yeah, this, you. This, you I am be, not the reason you're you in the hospital. You finish until I'm dead. What? That's not true. What? I don't wish. I'm a. I you know. You know. You don't know me. I'm actually a really, really nice person. I know you enough oh, to know you that are you are. I really nice am. Person. You really aren't. I you know, know enough that he is a nice person. I had a little. I had a podcast once. This dumb podcast, but you know, I had the same issues. That's why I can recognize what's going on in here. And as a fan of the show, I want to see more. And I and after I was on the show, I didn't realize how many people thought the same thing that I thought. I was like, "Oh my God, yes! Oh, okay, I'm not." Oh yeah, just put crazy. together your legions. <laughs> it wasn't a matter Step of step on legions, my neck while you're at it. But Fez, enough of the next stuff. What he's saying is, yes, it's going to take a little bit of work, and yes, that will be uncomfortable. But we can finally get to somewhere positive with it. That's what Jason is telling us. I mean, it's, I think it's great that we've got an outside person yeah. that has been observing us for a while and is ready to come in and say, here's some things to try. No one asked him to. It's not his job. I went and rewatched the Metallica documentary last night and took some, a look. Uh, 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 some kind of monster. Yeah, and took yeah. a look at the therapist in there. And... Um, well, he was not. He got fired in the end. But he wanted to play with the band. Yeah, he wanted to be he in the band. Comfortable. Um, but what if? Okay, what, uh, some quick problem solving. It, what if Ron didn't come in tomorrow? What would happen? Then we would go into best of. You'd come here and you'd say, "Okay, Chris, Ron's not here," and you just play a, a repeat. Yes. Wouldn't it be uh, cool and an adventure and a good test? You're just you take the show that day. 
It's the Ron and I Fez see what show. You're trying to I'm do. not trying, trying to do anything. You're just trying to get my blood pressure no, up. You're no, trying to cause a heart attack, an embolism, something. It's not an attack. An embolism is when you like your your blood vessel pops in your head. Is that what it is? I believe so. You yeah, an aneurysm. You could have one of those. I think anybody could. Oh, okay. Are you in pain right now? I'm in some post-surgical uh, pain. Are you on medicine? Not to mention the pain that's sitting across from me. <laughs> Stop it with that, Fez. <laughs> I, I really did feel bad about the last time. Because you I, did not, I or did. you wouldn't come in doing it again. Well, i got to come in. i got to come in and you know try to promote my movie. I have children. You, you haven't mentioned it. You mean, what, what was I supposed to do? Say, no, I, I, I can't come back because I hurt Fez's feelings? Even though I, like I didn't mean idea. to? Is that what I should have said? Yeah, I like that idea. I can. This is a, an opportunity of a lifetime to be here. Anybody would love this seat. Uh, you shouldn't I, have squandered it. Can I just give you my opinion right now? I think it would be great, even for if it's just for a while, for the way that you talk to Jason, if you talk to me that way. If you would engage me mm-hmm. the way you engage him, I think we'd be better off doing a show together. I don't have anything like that to say to you. All right, as much as you you've talked since Jason is in, right, is more than you talked. I'm going to say ten times more than you talked during last night's tribute show. Ten times easily. Listen to the list of guests that were on: Jay Moore, Louis Anderson, David Steinberg, Gilbert Godfrey, Tom Papa, Reggie Watts, Bobby Slayton, Big Jay Okerson, Justin Stengel, Jeffrey Gurian, Paul Provenza, Jimmy Schubert, George Wallace, Rick Overton, Kevin Pollack, Seth Herzog, Jim Florentine. That many people called in last night, Fez. How many of them did you talk to? And be honest. I didn't talk to any of them. Why? You're talking to Jason like there's no tomorrow. You're engaged with him. He's trying to push my buttons. I didn't want to interrupt anyone's tribute to Robin Williams. But if, if interrupt the tribute, it's Ron, Ron and Fez's tribute to Robin Williams. I've talked to every one of those people that were on there. Did you have feelings about Robin Williams? Do you, do you, do you, yeah, you depre- I thought it was you, very sad. Yeah, are, we, are you depressed? You're a depressed person? Do you struggle with that? I don't know why you're trying to put me on your Jason Nash couch. I'm just asking. I'm trying to start a conversation with you. I don't I, want to I, have I simply, a conversation with you. I wish you would leave. Well, well I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to leave until I'm thrown guests. out. I booked him on he's the invited show. Guests. You know. Thank you, Chris. I know where you stand. You know, I like him. I don't know. I think he's funny. <laughs> I think he's a good guy. <laughs> right, I'm going to help you with this. You've, you're actually using more energy than you need to. When you're <laughs> 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 you need to take it down. Like three nuts. Yeah, he is pretty good. Yeah, you know, uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about it. Uh, ask me a question. Uh, I don't really have an opinion. I'm pretty drugged up. Uh, I'm on Vicodin and uh, a couple of quaaludes. I wish. It's the exhale of the, I think, it is the impression for him. It's the... Uh, There's live screening and Q&A of Jason Nash is Married tomorrow night, Wednesday, August 13th at the Bell House in Brooklyn. Doors open at 7.30 p.m. and go to thebellhouseny.com for tickets and more information. Why do you think he's mad at you? Uh, I think think he's mad at everybody, Uh but I think he's mad at me in particular. What do you, you, because he won't tell us, so what do you think he's mad at you about? I think he's mad for a couple of career choices 
that we've made over the years. I'm not mad at you at all. I think you're extremely angry with me. And let and me what do you some, think? You think that l- too? L- let me tell you something else. He, Jason asked you about Robin Williams. And I brought this up on the air, and you haven't commented on it. Fez was such a Robin Williams fan. Oh, yeah? That when he was in high school... Fez wore the Mork suspenders every day like everyone else didn't have TV and know what he was doing. And you would think to idolize someone that much when you're a young person, you would be crushed right now. But you haven't shared any of that. No, because I have to worry about Jason Nash coming in here and attacking. Yeah, but I wasn't here last night. It's true. I was nowhere near the building. And I'm not going to attack you. Go ahead, share something about You've already attacked me. You've already come in here trying to do this again. Open up. And trying tells. to put me back in a hospital bed. Be vulnerable. Problem solve. I yeah. am vulnerable. I'm wearing a neck brace. I don't think you need it, though. It's awful loose and soft. <laughs> and a neck brace should be hard to tie. not doing anything. It's yeah. like a bolo tie. <laughs> a bolo tie would be actually be more... What were the career choices that you made that Fez didn't like? Well, I think leaving Florida and coming up here uh, to New York City, it was. Uh, I don't think he's ever been happy with me since then. So, I think it took a while to say that. So when that decision came, you said, yeah. "Fez, I, I, we need to go to New York." Yeah. And he said, "I, I don't, I don't want to go to no, New York." He didn't, he didn't give he an just, opinion. No, he never. He would. He never gives opinions. Okay. That kind of stuff. So you said, "If it's if it's cool with you, we're going to go to New York." Or, or just, go, we've got this offer to go to New York. We got to go. This is New York, uh, and they, you know, were, and Fez said okay, and I, I'm not sure that he's ever been happy with that. I thought it was scary at the time, but I said let's do it. But overall, I mean, look where you are. You're in a beautiful studio. You, you yeah, got you so have freedom to say whatever you anybody want. As you try to put words in people's mouths. And thoughts in people's heads. It's because you're, be you're not talking. You're not talking, so I am. I have to do I'm something. I'm talking to you right now. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to do shit. You don't have to be here. No, I do. I do have can to I, be here because I'm a fan of the show. I think that you've got a front up right now. I think you're putting on some kind of brave face, and you've got the tough guy thing on. But I think underneath that there's something you want to say, and that's that's the thing about Jason when he comes in here. There's something that is not said. That is. Look, I say things to Jason I don't say to anybody else. I don't ever have guests in here and go, oh, Fez is unhappy with me. He's just afraid to say it. I say that to Jason, though, because I feel like he comes in, he's got an open heart, so I'm willing to be honest myself. He does not have an open heart. He's oh. just trying to rally Ron and Fez listeners against me. No, I'm not. I, I told you I don't like when they tweet negative stuff against but you. The I don't like it. The first thing out of your mouth today was all the negative tweets you got about me. No, I you just said... I said You couldn't wait to recite I, I'm them. trying to be funny. I'm trying to start with a joke, which is... You've been hilarious well, so the, far. The, the joke is... Man. It, it, look, I used to have a... I told you I had a podcast, right? There was a guy they did the podcast with, and I used to post on Facebook the new episodes. And he said to me one day, he goes, well, what are you doing? Why, why are you plugging up the feed with the show? And I go, well, it's our show. I, I want people to hear it. I, I want people to hear our podcast. And so that's why I recognize the relationship right away. Because one person is saying, let's go to New York, because this is the opportunity of a lifetime. That was me. And the other person... Maybe had a fear of success, or maybe you know uh, didn't want to. Maybe didn't like me and didn't want to see me have any kind of success. So he's willing to take himself down with me. 
And so I'm trying to figure mm. out what the deal is. Because I you know, know what, what that means. Because you know what? The listeners, they don't... They don't wanna, point your finger at me. The listeners, they want to know, and they want to hear it, and they want to see the best show that can be, and they like you. And I like you. So I want to hear more you from you. You do not like me. Anyone who likes me would, would not I listen, try to... Why would I pay... Would not try to put me in this why, state. Why would I pay twelve ninety five a month for Sirius XM for one show? Why would I? That's r- ridiculous. I can listen to Mark Marin for free. I can listen to Joe Rogan for free. Go do it. I I do. But why would I pay thirteen dollars a month to get the Ron and Fed show when I just get the Ron show? Why would the listeners do that? So you can come in here and pretend you're this big hero, and I'm gonna and I'm, I'm gonna not put a hero. Fez I'm shit. Place. I am shit. Nobody thinks I'm anything. Truth, I agree with you. I'm shit. I haven't done shit. Okay, I'm a listener. That's it. You're only trying to do this to get your movie over, to try to get your career over. My career is nowhere. Okay, I'm 40 years old. I made one movie. I'm very proud of it, but it's not like I'm popping off. And you're thinking this is the only way I can get people to come out to the bell house. I don't give they a come, shit about the bell house. house. I don't care what I care about the bell house. You should care because you show, showed the movie screening at tomorrow night. I showed up to come here today to amend what I did last time because I, when I when I started when I've done that before on a show and crack, tried to talk to somebody and been real, ninety nine percent of the time. They go. They break open and they go. You know what? I. I. I yes. I'm dying. Oh, sorry, I'm not going to bow down before Jason Nash. No one bows down. It's called opening up. But you're the only person. So you're admitting I've this is your some gimmick. Pe- it's not that, a gimmick. That this is that this is your deal. Uh, like, says, no. Can you at least say that I don't normally say the things. On this show, that I'll, I'll say to Jason when he comes in. Yeah, I've never heard you say that to anyone else. Yeah. I'll admit that. I think it's. I think it would be. Uh, but that's him trying to play mind games with everybody. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is, I'd like us to have that relationship again when there's give and take. I like us to, you know, call each other on the phone, talk. I'd like to hang out sometimes, but so, there's some wall up between us now. I understand that, but this Jason's, creep putting me on the spot isn't going okay. to open me up to that at all. I don't like. To it's work- going to make me more defensive. <laughs> I wasn't. Anxious. I wasn't happy that there was a, a YouTube clip of the show I was on last time. Jason Nash versus Fez. That but doesn't you, make that doesn't make you, me happy. Yeah, but then you slip in the plug for it, and how to find it on YouTube. <laughs> Come on, Do you, I don't care if anyone listens to it. I I couldn't listen to it. Can you honestly? Can you, have you seen his movie? No. I when Jason first sent it to me, I was amazed at the cast that he's put together. Almost everyone in this family, in this film, I'm a giant fan of. Oh, cool! Any of these, you could have taken off and made a film with any of these characters going in any direction, and I, I would have been happy with it. It's amazing the cast that's on here. Uh, yeah, it's Buzz, doing really well. Buzzy it's, Phillips plays your wife. Yeah, Busy Phillips, and and because of the Ron and Fez show, I got uh, we got to number one in rentals on iTunes, and it was cool. Because you know, I didn't. I didn't think that uh, you know the listeners would respond to it, but they love it. Uh, that was good. But here's the thing too: with of you, of course, he did. 
because he came in and attacked me. That was his exact plan. That's how he got the listeners that's to respond. That's not true. To remember the day. That's how he's trying to get people to respond to this Bell House thing. Do you remember the day that it was released and the listeners got it to trend? Uh, yeah. on, on Twitter. That was amazing. 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 It was amazing. And they went off and just did that out of just this excitement level for getting the film. I, I, I sat back that day and I went, I can't believe people reacting like this. And I think it's got a lot to do with this thing between you two guys, Fez. I take you to dinner. Yeah. I'll take you to I dinner tonight. Eat a meal with take, you. Go take have a sandwich. No. How this. about a lunch? Like a late lunch sandwich. No. <laughs> cold cuts. Get some cold cuts. It's called lunch meat. Cold cuts. We learned that today. <laughs> we, we have some water at the cooler outside. Uh, where would you like to go, Fez? If you could go anywhere with Jason, where would you like to go? Wherever he's not. Stop it. Oh. What about a gift certificate? And I won't go. No, I don't want anything from you. You're worried that he'll show up while you're sitting there eating. <laughs> He'll probably have it traced. Do you feel that that Ron um, has any right to be mad at you? Yes, I understand. I, I well, the last time you were here and tried to start your shitstorm with me, yeah, and tried to uh, you know stress me out to the point of where I had to have surgery. Yes, I told you then. I get it. I know what a bad person I am. I no don't need said, fucking no Jason, you know, honestly, king of the world, Nash. Jason, <laughs> I'm the world's therapist uh, to come in here and point my problems out to me. I'm well aware of my problems. I didn't you point think, them out. You I, wanted, I didn't know what they were. fucking IQ genius mm-hmm. that you're the first one to figure out that I have struggles? No, I I wanted to know what they were as a as a guy that well, had never been in here. Well, you're such a big fan of the show. I think you would have known about the depression and the anxiety. So and you everything. have a, so say you have a uh, an uncle, and you go to Thanksgiving, and the guy's in the corner, uh, you know, distressed. You're going to go over to your uncle and go, "Hey, what, you know, what's going on?" And this is this is how I do radio. This is how, this is yeah. I, this is yes, how I do exactly. it. That's what I'm I not that into jokes. I'm, it's not a gimmick. I'm not that into jokes. Oh, I and can tell. I, I, this is how I do it. This is how I did my podcast. I wanna I wanna go right to it. And you know, if you don't like that, then I don't know what to say because that's what I think is interesting. And I'm not gonna back off until you know it's over, so we can just sit here and it'll be uncomfortable, I guess. Yeah, that's fine with me, because that's all you want to do. You don't want to talk about your movie. You don't want to talk about the great people in it. You just want to try to bash me. I just wish you wouldn't see it as, as bashing. I, I don't... I'm not going to give you the How satisfaction of have crying t- in front of you. Hmm? And I think that's what he's going for. I think he's trying to bring me to tears in here. I think that's what he tried to do last time, and then he could say, uh, oh, look what I did. I cried You're not going to do it, huh? No. You're not going to give in? No, I'm not going to do it. You trying to what is it? Cry? What is it? Where, where, where is it, Fez? Seriously, drop that. I where, see where, what you're trying to do, and guess what? You're not good at it. You may think it's your radio gimmick. It's not a gimmick. You just said I do this on every radio I show I go on. This is the this is what and, I want to talk about. And I'm the one who didn't respond, who didn't who didn't uh, fall for your bit. Because because I, I I think when somebody gets honest, that's the best radio. I'm I being agree. honest with you. I don't like you. I'm not mad at Ron. Okay. I don't know how much you're, more honest I can okay. be with you. Okay. And you think the job you're doing here is good is good and acceptable? I never to said Ron? that. 
Okay. Oh, okay. Well, uh, but, but I see what you're trying to do. You're trying to get me to tears because I know I'm a bad person. I know I suck at the job, and I know what you're trying to fucking do. I'm not. Tr- I'm just trying to connect I'm with getting, you. I'm. I'm really pissed. Not at so much at you right now as myself for going to a place that I know you wanted to fucking take me to, and that was your only fucking intention of coming in here. No. That's that not was true. the only reason you showed up That's again. I, it was the only reason you showed up before, so you could turn everyone against me, get all of our audience no. to start uh, tweeting about your movie. No, come on, I'm not that. To use a situation, I'm not that smart. Where if you claim you're a fan of the show, you know I deal with this shit, and you just want to use it to promote your movie and put yourself over. Congratulations. <laughs> Today, you, th- th- uh, if, if, this, if this is what you wanted, you win, is, asshole. Is this what they they call a breakthrough? The fellas is having right now. Is this a breakthrough? I, I yeah, I, I think it's the start. It feels like another breakdown. No. You think that I came in here as a mad genius uh, last time? No, I don't think you're a genius because I think you're as fucking transparent as hell. You think I had a plan? I'm gonna go in there and I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get. To, I'm gonna start poking at Fez, and Ron's gonna love me, who I've never met before, and instantly take my side. and And Fez is gonna, he'll, he'll die, and I'll step on his neck. And my movie. Thank you for confessing. My, to my it. movie will go to my crappy mo- my movie that was made for ten thousand dollars. Everyone, all the Ron and Fez fans will love it, and I will rule iTunes. Is that what you think? Isn't that what happened? Isn't that what you did? Well, that was just a happy accident, but. It's not what my was my intention, and when I walked in here today, my intention was to, you know, men just hang out, hang out. No, it wasn't. No, my intention was to make things better. The first thing out of his mouth is, "Hey, listen to these horrible tweets about Fez I got." That was his first thing he wanted to do. I had already seen him. You're as transparent as as can be. You want to hear some stuff about you, me? No, I don't care about. You want to know you. what makes me upset? No. Hmm. I have an empty hole inside me. Is that does that helpful? You have what I call a god-sized hole in your chest. Yeah, yeah. I, li- I mean, when Robin Williams, I, I just kept thinking, oh, I, yeah, Robin Williams. He, I, I feel like that. Wow, you're gonna try to use Robin Williams no, no, to, to do I, this. That's really, oh, really low. I think all, I think That's I'll, really low, I'd dude. Stop. I think stop. that we all kind of feel that way. Like everyone I know. Called me last night or like, hey, we should, you know, like make sure we look out for each other. You know what I mean? Yeah, like nothing makes you feel better. Yeah, nothing. And right. I'm I'm here in a, you know, Sirius XM, and people would die to be sitting here. Still not enough. Still not enough. You got this movie that went to number one on <laughs> iTunes with all these great people. Still not enough. It's airing tomorrow night yeah. at the Bell House in Brooklyn. <laughs> Which is the coolest club in Brooklyn. That's dope. Everyone yeah. loves it. It's and the- Brooklyn is now the center of whatever universe, you know, that <laughs> yeah. that yeah. thing goes to. Hillary Clinton's like, get me in the Brooklyn. I want to be part of the Brooklyn it's thing. place to be. Yeah. It's the Bell the House and why. There. Is that definite? That the Dems are going to Brooklyn for 2016? I think so. Mm. Why don't you go to the Bell House tonight? Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night. Go there tonight. Check it out. You know, look around. Scope go, it oh, out. That's where I would have said when I get there. It'll be a good place. You can watch the movie mm-hmm. and then the Q and A. Yeah. And Fez will be hosting the Q and A. 
That'd be great. If a beam, I'm not going to be still, anywhere near there. Still a, an offer full circle. on the table. Oh, There's oh, an bench. offer on the table right now. Oh, take it off. Take it. Take the offer. Do it. Take the offer. Take the offer, take the offer the from this table. Make it better. Is there anything that we can agree upon and can <laughs> find some common ground, Fez? Because now I'm feeling like uh, it's like I made it worse today. I don't know if you made it work worse or you made it better. Because I feel like we're all looking in a, in a mirror together. You know what I mean? I think the thing is, do we even want to be here? You know? This Robin Williams thing, for me, made me think, isn't life short? Yeah. You know what I mean? Do we know... When it's going to be over. And since we don't, why aren't we spending every day trying to get happy? You know? Trying to just have some happy moments. Well, even when I came in here today, I should be happy. You know, yeah. this is like a dream come true for me. But I was sitting the whole morning. I was like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. I got to go see Fez. Ah, shit, oh, I'm shit, sure shit, you're shit. overjoyed. You came in here. You got me to cry. Like, what was your plan? This is a mask up right now. Well, the crying, when you started to cry right there, I did feel like it was a breakthrough, so I wanted to push more. Because yeah. it it's, it's a weird yeah, thing. Yeah, because that's all you know how to do. You're not entertaining. You don't come in here and do any jokes like other comedians who come in I'm here. Entertained. I think of And, I think you I'm said, and like you said before, this is what you like to do on radio shows. You probably don't get invited back to a lot of them. I got invited back to here. Yeah. Not by me. Like, hit up Jason. It'll be fun to have him back on. That's <laughs> a good job because I think, and you know something, Fez. The interesting thing for me is I don't see you being as emotionally involved as, with anyone as you are with Jason. There's some connection that you have. He's pulled more out of you. You've talked more today than you have since any show. Since the last time Jason was on with us. Yeah, um, maybe I responded in tears because this guy's a bully who shows up, sees a guy in a neck brace recuperating <laughs> from surgery, and is like, oh, I... <laughs> Does that hurt? I've already attacked... See, yeah. The, the neck brace. Yeah. Chris, why do you laugh at the neck brace? Because he doesn't need a neck brace. It's it's just it's just for show. It's like a, it's a fucking. He had an operation on his neck. It's why do you want to see the scars? I do. Yeah. Even if you have scars, yeah, I, do I do want to see them. But Let's even see. if you do, yeah. See, look. Can I take a picture? No. <laughs> for mine. Can I tweet that? Mine. And then here's the scar where they took the bone out of my head. Let me see. Let me see. Yeah, come on, lift it up. We're all men in here. It doesn't matter. Oh. Ooh. You had your appendix out. His no, it's a, a little off to the side. I had a pelvic bone taken out. Why? That's what they put in my neck to rebuild it. Oh, Jesus. you got all kinds of problems going on. Yeah. I feel terrible. You know what? Maybe I'll look at it another way. Maybe I'll look at it like you got a shitstorm of problems and you're doing the best you can. Wow. That's heavy. That's fucking heavy, man. Maybe I'm wrong. Damn, Jason. And and, and, and that's that's to show you that you know you can always look at things the other way. I went. Out, I was out with. Uh, I was out with my friend uh, who has a daughter. He's got a three year old daughter, and I'm he, and I'm watching him here while I'm in New York, and we're walking around. And uh, he said, uh, "Oh well, uh, you know, people must think we're a gay couple." I said, "No, it's probably they probably just think I am gay." That wasn't the right anecdote. Sorry, I don't know what so I was saying. <laughs> 
Everyone thinks I'm the I'm the freak because uh, I'm gay. This is your story. No, no, this no. Is, this is the antidote I'm supposed to pick from this. You know, I liked it. I got one. Yeah, you know that's another no, they don't that was a joke. You're a I was bad gonna person. Yeah. They think I'm gay, so I must be the bad person. I didn't I'm say not... you were gay. People think I'm gay all the time. I am gay. Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> You've oh, been, but big I, fan of the show. I thought you'd never been with a man. Big I thought you'd never been with show. a man. I thought you'd never been Why with a man. Why don't you get your facts straight before you come in and try Am to fuck with me? Am I wrong on me? that? No, he's is, never been with, never you been been with a dude. You're not gay? Never been with a dude. All right, so you don't know that I'm gay, but you do know that I've never slept with anyone. Why don't you get your story straight? Well, you slept with women, right? No, I haven't. No men, no women. No men, no women. That fucking cock must smell so fresh. It is unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, yeah, maybe I'm looking at it wrong. Yeah. And maybe all the listeners are, too. And why don't we do a Fez week? Why don't you do a Fez week of, hey, I don't want to do anything you know with what? You. Fez is doing the best he can. He's got a bunch of fucking problems. He's got a neck brace. He's got a, they, they take a bone from one place to put it in his neck. He's never slept with anybody. And you're doing the best you can. So let's just leave it at that. As you're trying to paint me as way, this asshole. By the way, you're saying that, no. he, that Jason's not funny, but I've never seen Chris laugh as much. Chris is having the time of his life. Because Chris is a cruel fuck who hates himself oh, so he me? can only get uh, joy out of other people's misery. Huh? Huh? All right. Look, that's I, mocking the way he says, huh? All I know is everyone should be going to thebellhouseny.com to get tickets to Jason Nash's marriage screening tomorrow night. Coming up at 3 o'clock, uh, we're going to play the town hall with Whoopi Goldberg. And Robin Williams. And then after that, a conversation with Kelly Carlin and uh, Robin Williams. Uh, and on demand by the end of the show today, last night's show with an amazing list of comedians that were telling their Robin Williams stories. It'll be in the featured section right in the front page of On Demand. Whoa. Featured. 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 And also in the normal places with Ron and Fez and Raw Dog. It's, mm, but I don't care so much about that. Featured. I like to be featured. It's featured. What do you want out of life, Fez? What What would your dream be? Oh, God, for this interview to be over. <laughs> oh, this is not an interview. <laughs> this is us hanging with our buddy. Then for this visit to be done. What would you want? And for you not to make any more movies so you don't come back here again. He would you like, like to be in a movie with God, me? I would love a documentary. A do documentary. Do Wait do a minute. That's a good idea. Built-in audience. Mm-hmm. Built-in relationship. Right? Bicker, maybe grow uh, cross country. How about no this? Way. Two guys. How about this? You Rope. find him a guy. His first sexual experience. You know, you're a man about town. That'd be boom. Go- forget that'd be, be gold. Forget movie. This is a reality show. Do it. Do you have desire to do anything outside this show or do something like that? Or? Nothing with you. Okay. I can't imagine any sort of Jason Nash project I'd want to be part of. What if I brought in a million dollars in cash? In a uh, duffel bag right I'd now. I'd it in front of you. You I, would I'd, not. I'd put that fire out and try yeah. to save that money. I'd there is, there is <laughs> nothing I can do. <laughs> They'd be coming all over. <laughs> There's nothing I can do. Nothing. Are you you're that set against me? Am I your most hated person in the world? You are today. There's other people that I've known. But, yeah, you're fast reaching a number one spot. Can I tell you something? Then why are you more engaged? Why have you given more energy to Jason coming in here than anyone else who's ever done the show? Because he's trying to, he's trying to put me on the defensive constantly. I don't think so. 
Oh, absolutely. He's trying to get me upset. He's trying to get me to scream. He's already gotten me to cry. I thought you said you'd never cry. I really didn't want to, and I'm really pissed that I did. I'm, I'm mad you did, too. I'm, I'm very, I mean, but I also think it's good. I also thought we were. Of getting, course, you th- I thought think we were, it's good. I thought that we were getting somewhere. You walked in here. It's, no one. No, you no know one what cares I thought when it happened? What? Fez lost. That's what I thought. Oh shit, Fez lost. I didn't lose. <laughs> oh, I love it. Whoa. I didn't lose. I love it, Fez. That's it. Lay into me. Give me some of that shit. I want it. I didn't lose because I'm not gonna do. I'm not going to the Bell House. I'm not gonna be in his next movie. I'm not gonna travel the country or have lunch with him. But you did cry. Yeah, I cried. Well, that's okay. That's not losing. I don't need your permission. <laughs> no, you don't. He's right. He gave you permission to cry, and you did it. You're not mad at him for going to New York. No. You're not mad at him for being the better host. No. You're not mad at him for making the show revolve more around him than you. No. You're not mad at him... <sighs> Does he make more money than you? I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not mad at him for Unmasked being a great show and you're not a part no, of it. No, I love Unmasked. Okay. There's a great one coming up on the 21st with Chris Gethard. I heard a good one uh, the other day. God, who was it? It was a rerun. Was it Louie? Dinah, no, no. Who was just on last week? Oh, yeah, which ones did you run last week? Last uh, week was Marin, Voss and Bonnie, Regan... And there was one other one. Uh, by the way, I can't wait for Bonnie's movie. Oh, it was I Colin think... Quinn. That's who it oh, was. Oh, that's that a great a, one, yeah. He's the best. Yeah, he's so goddamn funny. Oh. He's brilliant. Oh, he man. is brilliant. Uh, I, he I did something. To... This. Jason Ash made Best of again today. Yeah. I guarantee is... it. People will love to hear this again. Colin Quinn. Yeah, because that's what he likes to do, rally people against me. That's his M.O. Did we run Chris Elliott last week? Hey, Chris week? Elliott. Chris Elliott was on oh, Friday. Oh, I'd like to hear that. Oh, that's a great one. Chris Elliott actually had me laughing to where I was uncomfortable. Like, yeah. you ever go past the, like, laughter is fun into this hurts and I'm <laughs> I'm being sucked down to a tube and I'm not going to be able to stop this? Chris Elliott is seriously one of the funniest people in the, in the world. When I worked on... Uh I worked on Saturday Night Live. I was like an intern, and like uh, so I was oh, no, I was a receptionist at this point, and I got a job at MTV writing, and so I left, and I was like, ah, oh. and then I came back the next weekend to watch a show, and I was sitting sitting around with everybody, and Colin was cracking jokes. He was like cracking jokes, mm-hmm. and I didn't laugh at the jokes. And he totally called me on it. Like he's so astute. He goes, he goes, oh, you, you, I get you. Last week you were laughing, but uh, but now you got a big job at MTV, so you, you're not gonna laugh anymore at my jokes because you're not the receptionist anymore. No, I get it. And it was like it's just one of the best moments ever. Like God, that guy yeah. is so quick. When when we were there, he was by far the funniest person in the hallways. I think he's by far maybe the funniest person on the planet. He's very, but he's also because Colin Quinn is is one of the smartest people. Oh, he's unbelievable. He's un- unreal. Yeah. And you're right. If there's even the slightest thing, if the slightest thing is off, like if you give him a compliment, but there's one part of it that doesn't work, he goes <laughs> right. initially to that. It's amazing. It's yeah. amazing how funny he is. You guys aren't going to have like um, a, a dinner or something? You're going to have your yearly dinner? Because Ron said maybe you get together once a year. 
Why don't we do something, Fez? I mean, I think... We just had it in her, uh, a couple of weeks ago Where'd for Jason Nash's information. You, you just told me you don't even remember me going with Where, you. you. I go? took him out after his funeral, his uh, funeral, <laughs> his operation. His sister was here. His sister, by the way, I can now consider the anti-Fez. The amount of disease that she has beat in her life, mm. how great and how effective, and she's writing a book about it, and she's all about positivity. And then Fez... You know, I, after she left, I'm like, man, she was so amazing. So I called Fez and I go, do you really miss your sister? And he goes, no. <laughs> and I, I remember hanging up what? going, I'm so pissed at him right now for not seeing how amazing his sister is. But then you said you didn't remember even that conversation. No, I don't remember like, saying that to you. And then I went into a really dark depression after she was gone. Yeah. Because, like, you were going out of town, she was gone, my nephew was gone, and I felt, like, really nervous uh-huh. and not quite ready to be on my own yet. Mm-hmm. But your sister would have stayed... She even said that. Do you want me to stay longer? And you're like, no. <laughs> so I don't. Re- I don't remember her leaving. Yeah. I don't remember my nephew. Le- I don't remember getting home from the hospital with her. You know, I don't know if I said this last time, but uh, my my uh, therapist told me I was a hostile codependent with my wife. Maybe that's you too. Did I say that last time? No. It's so basically I'm with my wife and I love her and stuff, yeah. but I I, I fucking resent that she's there. But I also won't leave. Right. You know what I mean? So you think Fez the hostile codependent? I think I'm the hostile codependent. Oh, I think that's right. I think you are. Except for I'm more of an an addict and a a drug addict, but maybe this this is my new way of punishing myself, hanging out with Fez long after it doesn't work anymore. Not good for him, not good for me. No, I don't think that's it. I think you'd be fine on your own. I think I think you're worried about him. Not and you won't, you won't let him go. I'm really worried about him. Seriously worried about him all the time. I like, mean, you, you have such a friend here. That's what I've been telling you, and you tell me I hate him. If you hate me, it's okay, Fez. I don't Sometimes hate you. Sometimes we hate and, our... No, no, and, I didn't and, say that. I didn't did we, say you hate did him. Did anybody else catch this when he's telling his Colin Quinn story? He purposely went to an SNL and didn't laugh to try to fuck with Colin Quinn's no, this show? this was in the, in the, on the hallway. No, he said. No, it was in. It was in. Uh, it, it's no. I, I purposely. You're right. I was there trying to show myself so, to that, be that's what like a, a creative person, not right. just the guy that answers phones. I did do that. That's the point of the story. And Colin lasered in on it and called my shit. Right, and, and I called you shit was, on doing the same thing here today. Doing what? Uh, trying to be something else? Purposely coming in and trying to uh, ruin someone's day, trying to ruin someone's show. This really should be about Robin Williams, and the town hall is coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, that's Whoopi Goldberg, his good friend, together with Robin Williams. I, I sat down that day and watched it, and I was, I was seriously, it, it was making me so happy to hear some of these stories. Hmm. And then after that, Kelly Carlin, one on one with Robin Williams. Of course, that's uh, George Carlin's daughter, and they have, you know, this special bond together. Uh, 
Kevin Nash, if any, uh, Kevin Nash. I was going for the rest of Jason Nash, we got to have you back again when you come to New York City. I love it, man. I, I love think it's being good here. For all of us. I don't think so. I think it's horrible. I've seen parts of myself, you know, that I, I want to make changes at. I want to become a better Ron for everybody. And I know you feel Especially. that way about yourself, right, Fez? No, it's left me physically scared. I'm going to have a neck brace after today, I think. Sure, because that's what you do. You mock. No, I, I'm stressed. Fez, I just sat here today and admitted that I'm literally terrified that something is going to happen to you all the time. Literally terrified. Even the weekends, I'm like, I hope he's all right. And I live with that all the time, and I don't know how to, you know, fix it. That's me being vulnerable, me being honest about it. Now, the right thing to say there, you're not saying the right thing to say there is, I'm okay. Don't worry about me. He wants me to worry about him. Right. So say, no, I don't want you to worry about me you, on the weekends. You, you do. So then say it. Do. Say, don't worry about me, bud. I'm good. I'll be fine on the weekends if that's what Jason Nash you wants. Just, uh, no, no, you're say. not saying it. You're saying if that's what Jason yeah. Nash wants. You're not saying what Fez oh, wants. Oh, Jason Nash, the world's uh, best ventriloquist, wants to put words in everyone's voice. Can I just say something and then we'll move on? You even admitted that when I went on vacation... You were upset. The last conversation we had, you were breaking up as I was saying, okay, I'm leaving. Are you okay? I heard your voice breaking. Mm -hmm. And as I'm leaving town, I'm like, am I doing the wrong thing? You know? I felt terrible about it. I felt terrible as an adult man going on a vacation. That's that, me that's terrible. Being, that's me being nervous. You gotta make it better for him. I didn't tell you not to go. I'll be no, Fez. I'll be Fez. Like, say, like, say, like say what you Nash need. I'll be Fez. Say what you need. Right, we, you could never. I want to do that, but we we gotta go because we've got this. Yeah, three o'clock. Uh, oh, Town Hall's it. coming up next with Robin Williams, hosted by Whoopi Goldberg. And let everybody know where they can go see this terrific movie. Jason Nash is married. Is airing tomorrow night. At the Bell House in Brooklyn, and there's going to be a Q&A afterwards. You go to the, the com for tickets and more information. It's tomorrow night, August 13th at 7.30 p.m. at the Bell House in Brooklyn. And please come say hi if you're from the show. We'll see you guys back in here tomorrow. Make sure you stay tuned for more of the Robin Williams coverage coming up next. Uh, that's the end of my show. Donk. Things like that drive me out of my mind. it for a little while I love to watch things on TV Satellite of love 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 Satellite